Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I- I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, it- is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mmm. I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Blog Talk Radio.
My Apple Test, and better love. And you're listening to Dr. Robert X. Form, a way of truth to power. And I am Beverly. Dr. X, how was your weekend? How was your form? How was your day? And how are uh, you? Ho- <laughs> Hotel Sister Bear, better love. Uh, better love. The form was absolutely fantastic. Uh, we had another relatively uh, nice turnout. Um, I would be lying if I said that I didn't expect that. I really did. I expected a little bit more sisters, but that's all right. The, the sisters that were there represented uh, magnificently, if I could say that. Um, but the forum was excellent. Uh, the weekend was study, 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 preparation. So I don't remember okay. the weekend. Um <laughs> Uh, beyond that, Sister Bev, everything uh, was fine, except it looked like okay, they're trying right. to get a jump start on winter here. Oh, really? Okay, we've been well, having you a know, lot of rain. Yeah, just how dreary it is, right? And it, mm-hmm. it seems like the temperature had to have dropped maybe 20, 25 degrees in the last couple of days. Mm, okay. So I'm always hmm. leery of low temperatures in August. This is the hottest year of the right. month. Of the right, year, rather. Right. That's right. Hmm. Well, I haven't been uh, looking to see what, what's been going on in politics so, for the last few days, so I haven't caught up. Uh, have you uh, been uh, able in, to uh, catch up? Only in the last couple of hours, Bev. Uh, mm-hmm. I gleaned a few things. Uh, one about... Uh, Orange man's poll numbers seem to be going up again, and uh, the Democrats apparently are aware of that, so they war game mm-hmm. this past weekend uh, to make a determination what they were going to do in the event that Trump won or lost and refused to leave the White House. See, they already know that they ain't got a snowball's chance in hell. They already know that. Because all the indicators are pointing that way. People running away from the Democratic Party like it's plague. Yeah. Um, there was a group of black, a group of white women in Portland that I mentioned last week. There's some mm-hmm. the moms for I forget what it's called. Oh yeah. Anyway. Moms, yeah. Yeah. Um, and of course the media start hyping them up because it makes it looks like it's adults out there, not children. Mm-hmm. But what happened was a group of black ladies challenged them in terms of them speaking on behalf of black people. Thank you. With no Thank black you. people. These were all white right. women. Right. So supposedly from what I heard, all the white women resigned so that the black okay. women could take their proper place. Okay. And what happened was, the the hair white lady decided to run and, and file five oh one C three papers so she can continue to get the money. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's about. Exactly. Partially. Mm-hmm. No question about it. And speaking of money, I didn't realize that the NBA was back in, in vogue uh I guess this week. I'm not really sure. Because I have no intention on watching any of it. Just like I said, family, pro sports is pretty much dead. The only reason I'm mentioning no it. Audience, do they? it what, what, there's no audience well, there, there, right? 
where they're banking on television audience because a large part of their money comes from television revenues, all pro sports. Mm -hmm. But here's the deal. Most of the people sitting in them stands normally would be white people. Yeah. And a large part of the television audience is white people. Guess what? What? They ain't tuning in. Mm. Which means advertising revenues shrink. Okay? Mm-hmm. And it's like I said, if if the white people have determined, as we pointed out last week, that in large numbers, they are no longer supporting Black Lives Matter. Now, we got to understand, half of the white people probably was never supporting Black Lives Matter to begin with. But now the other part, the other half, most of them ain't supporting Black Lives Matter no more. But what does that mean? That means that all these fake-ass NBA, NFL, uh, uh, National Baseball Association, uh, uh, or whatever the hell it is, the Major League Baseball mm-hmm. Association, mm-hmm. Um, all of them are taking a bath in the ratings. Nobody's watching. You see? So, as me and Brother Tutmos pointed out, uh, pro sports is going to change dramatically. Way more than what you see now. And they can talk that bubble stuff all they want to. There's no way humanly possible they claim Florida is one of the major outbreak centers. Of course, they lied. Right. But they got fake tests, Bear. So yeah. the fake tests, when they test the players, somebody going to come up positive. What's that going to do? That's going to automatically shut it down, just like baseball. Okay? So what I'm saying is athletes and pro sports, because of the uh, social environment, they're becoming less and less relevant in the lives of people every day. It was always entertainment, but unfortunately, too many people took it seriously. It's been a long time since I took pro sports seriously. That's why I've been knocking it on his ass for the last few years right here on Truth to Power, because that's where it belongs. You got a bunch of spoil-ass athletes who basically ain't never stood up about nothing. Okay? All you got to do is go back under Obama when all them black men was getting shot down in the street by police. And where was LeBron and all his comrades? All the Negroes could do at best was wear a T-shirt that said, I could, I can't breathe. Them Negroes didn't walk off that court and say, I ain't playing. Because it's about money for them. And that's all it's about. And they'll cut their mama's throat to get a spot on the roster. Okay. NFL, if you're looking for football this fall, forget it. What, they're going to play in bubbles, individual bubbles? They're going to turn it into arena football where they play indoors in a bubble? I don't even have to mention college sports because they're already saying we're going to lock down the colleges. 
So the longer you keep it out of the public mindset, the less relevant it becomes. In short, it's done. Now, they still got King James, though. Mm-hmm. I want to see how many miracles he can make. Because that's what it's going to take to make pro sports relevant. And when I say these small-ass athletes, there are always exceptions, Bear, in everything. Right. But the rule is that these guys have no connection to the hood. All of a sudden, they want to they want to uh, open up our grocery store in the black community. Well, where the hell y'all been? But you know that they handlers wouldn't let them uh, go in the hood. A lot of them wanted to, but a lot of they handlers. Yeah, but Bev, I, I, I mm-hmm. feel you on all that, but who hired the handlers? They did. Thank you. What? No, ultimately, when your handler tell you that you can't do nothing for the people in your community, Allen Iverson told him to go to hell. Them people was with me when y'all was against me. You see, it's about standing for something. Only thing these guys stand for is a dollar. Again, there are exceptions, right? They don't let the game rule them. Uh, I take a classic example. You got two of the most outstanding athletes who ain't bit their tongue. They were never very really out, never really that outspoken, but they never bit their tongue. I'm talking about Barry Sanders from the Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. Didn't win no championship and didn't try to go to ten different teams to win one. As a matter of fact, he turned his back on it at his height, just like Jim Brown. These guys stand for something, and the other one was Megatron for the same Detroit Lions, top of his game. Because they have convictions. Most of these guys, people like LeBron James, they ain't got no damn convictions. This Negro running around out here rooting for China. (laughs) So he can sell a billion Chinese some Air LeBrons or whatever the hell they call, Bible shoes or whatever, King James Best, whatever you want to name them. You see, uh, God knows every word I said is the truth. It's the truth, family. So if if I was lying, then we should have seen them guys walk off the court. When Mike Brown got killed, when the brother in New York got choked out, when the little the little baby in Cleveland got shot by the police, I them Negroes didn't miss a game. Now all of a sudden, a lot of them uh, got hundreds of millions of dollars, and you mean to tell me they can't hire somebody to tell them what Black Lives Matter is all about? Who run it? That it's a white organization? You mean to tell me that? You mean to tell me out of all them Negroes, the entire league is kneeling? They got them all on their knees. Except for one player. The whole league on their knees. I'm sorry, Barry, go ahead. Who was the one player? Uh, 
I think he plays for the Orlando Magic. Oh, what's his name? Anyway, show you how fate works. He don't need to be around them, them slimy Negroes. He tore his Achilles tendon. So he's out for the year. The only player that stood up. And it ain't about standing up for no flag. Because I don't salute. Uh, I ain't never. Well, I shouldn't say never. But I can't remember when I stood up and sang some national anthem. Because that ain't for me. And I ain't about to sing it for nobody. I don't yeah, salute no flag. When you was in school, did you have to sing the national anthem? I didn't sing. Oh. When we were young children. Mm-hmm. Yes, they had us pledge allegiance to the flag. All, I never said yeah. a word as a little as a little kid cuz I was aware that America was a lie. Well, how did I know that? Cuz I was a, a a living part of the lie. Just like you today. Absolutely. So no. I played uh, sports in high school, so I never put my hand over my heart. I told you, Beth, even when I went in the military, when we see brass coming down the road when I was in the Air Force, we would turn our backs or walk across the street to keep from saluting them. And when the brothers would wear their braids, when the brothers would wear their braids, go ahead, Beth. No, somebody was saying Jonathan Isaac. That's who you was talking about. That's him. Now, he's an immigrant. Okay? And in some of these uh, uh, island countries, like Trinidad, people be surprised how Christian Trinidad is. It still got a hold on the minds of a lot of people. That ain't the point that he's a Christian. The point is, is that he was willing to stand up for what he believed in. And that these Negroes ain't got no belief system. The reason that all the rest of them are down on their knees is because them white boys, them billionaires that own them teams and wrote Black Lives Matter all over every damn thing, they told them to do it. You see, let me go back. Who walked out when they was killing all them black men under Obama? Who didn't play? How many games did King James miss? I don't remember him missing any. Because he didn't miss any. Because the only principles these guys got is in their interest. I'm talking about interest in terms of how much money they make on their money. That's their interest. Them Negroes all down on their knees, every single player, because them white boys that own them team, them billionaire bastards, told them to. Well, them billionaire bastards getting ready to take a bath, because I told you a couple of weeks, Bear, a couple of weeks ago, family, the worm is turning. People now see, in spite of what the media says, that when folk come into your city and burn it up and beat the hell out of people and shoot people, that them, them ain't no damn peaceful protest. You see? So you got a bunch of white women, a bunch of old-ass white women running around so-called protesting, talking about Black Lives Matter. Get the out of here. 
It's all fake, bear family. It's all phony. All of it. All of it is phony. Okay? And that's what people need to be aware of. The whole thing is a giant fake out. Let me say something else, Bear. I was okay. just absolutely elated with the number of people that we had come out. We only had two people that wore masks, and one of them took it off when she saw everybody else sitting in there with no mask on. And we weren't coughing and hacking and all of those kinds of things. Okay? Because we understand, we looked into coronavirus, we see all the inconsistencies of it, and we know how to take care of our immune system such that it doesn't affect us. And we ain't living in no damn bubble. Because that's what they really want you to do psychologically. They want you living in a bubble, family. Because guess what? That's what Brave New World is. And what I'm outlining you in terms of these fake Negroes and fake viruses is the cowards in the Brave New World. Because that's what they are. All of a sudden now, everything come out their mouth is black this, black that. But LeBron been in the league for damn near 20 years. I ain't heard no black nothing. And people say, well, well, Robert X, he, he, he built a school. He took government money with a little bit of his own and built the school. You can fake some people out, but you can't fake all us out. And that's what's happening. A large part of the black community is waking up in chunks. And when we start to see what's going on, as much TV and all that nonsense as we engage in, oh, you know there's a reckoning right around the corner here. Just stay tuned, family, because the Democratic Party this past weekend had a big powwow there, Mm -hmm. and they were powwowing about what happens if Trump wins the election. You know what they said? They They said whether he wins or loses, there's going to be turmoil in the streets. They say, but beyond that, and by the way, Check this out to show you how discredited these people are and dysfunctional. The meeting was being ran by John Podesta. That's right, that same John Podesta that ran the entire Democratic Party in 2016, whose emails got stolen, got hacked, and it was pointed out that he's a pedophile. Him and his brother. That John Podesta. Well, He's advocating that the entire West Coast secedes from the Union in the event that Trump uh, wins. (laughs) Now, for the last two weeks, Bear, they've been, uh, even longer than that, they've been saying, well, we're concerned that Trump won't leave the White House if he loses. And nobody was saying that but them. They just Mm -hmm. made it up. Because they have to keep the people vibrating 
on very low vibration levels. They have to keep the people angry. So I can almost guarantee you before the election, you're going to have some major outbreak with something. Because these white people are so evil, and they Negro flunkies are so evil that they done went and dug up black people that have been dead for the last nine months to throw them out there since George is waning away. Okay? They done went and found every Negro that's been shot by one of these racist cops to put them on the menu. Because ain't nobody buying George no more. George has been, been out here on people's minds for too long. So now they went and got the little girl, I think, in, um, was it St. Louis? They got killed by the cop. They broke into her house under no no knock, supposedly looking for mm-hmm. drugs, and shot her, I think, eight or nine times. Well, that's what they are. Then they went got... Yeah, then they went and got another. But see, that that's just been dead for six months. They got the policeman. They put his ass on yeah. trial. But they need something to keep black people up in arms. Now, when the sister got killed, not a damn one of them said nothing. But they looking at the numbers, and the numbers show Trump right at 50% approval among black people. That's the Democratic Party. Exactly. That's right. So they saying, oh, well, we can't have no debates because ah, they went and got old Clinton hack, okay, to say it might be to Joe, uh, his name was Joe something, I forget what Joe Sasha's head, anything. Anyway, old school, lying ass Democrat under Clinton, Bill Clinton, they went and got him to say that Joe Biden shouldn't debate Trump. I guess not. Okay. Well, how are you going to debate somebody you can't even talk? Right. I'm Pelosi and even if he, yeah, and even if he did debate him. The media, it doesn't matter what happened. The media would say Joe Biden won, even if he went out there and threw up all over the place and swallowed the rest. They would have said he won. So it really doesn't matter. The people have turned against this whole thing. So they're attempting to do some more lockdown. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned, family. I told you. The only way the Democrats can can look at or see anything possible as a win in November is if there is no election. That way they maintain control of the House. If there's an election, they don't win nothing. They don't win nothing. Okay? Because do you think for one moment Almost 20 million people saw that video with them doctors talking about hydroxychloroquine. And then they took it down and they fired the little white girl that convened the thing. The doctor. She went to work the next day. They fired her. Mm. Because she told the truth. 
You're not okay. talking about the black doctor, are you? The white girl that convened okay. the whole thing with the black doctor. Uh-huh. The next day, the black doctor is confronted by this white boy, Black Lives Matter idiot. And he's mm-hmm. hollering and screaming at her that she ain't black. He's blacker than her. This is a white boy. <laughs> and it's all on video. And she just laughed at him. But he's screaming and hollering. And and I'm saying, you know what? See, that's this is what black people need to see. And I think we are. You got these white people out here telling black people what's black and who black and who ain't. That's what you saw in Portland with them white women. Because there's a whole lot of money riding on this. Oh, yeah. Whole lot of money involved in this stuff. That's why them them, uh, white boy billionaire NBA owners put Black Lives Matter all over the courts while the people are trying to pull paint paint on all the the, the uh, Black Lives Matter signs all over the country. Right. Black paint at that. That's right. So, no, people ain't buying it. It's just, it don't matter what they do. They already know they in for a severe ass whooping if the election takes place in November. Mm-hmm. Severe ass whooping. So you got all kind of stories all over the place about election fraud, recent, using mm-hmm. mail-in ballots, recent. Yeah. From New York to Philadelphia, do you name it? Elections that were held in June still haven't been determined. We in August. Because there was so much fraud, including judges, ballot stuffing. There was one judge, I think he was in Philadelphia, pleaded guilty to ballot stuffing. A judge. You got you got to love this family. That's why I ain't never participated in no electoral politics. Because I see it for what it is and not for what I want it to be. What I want it to be is irrelevant. What it is is as crooked as hell. Any system that gives credibility to the Clinton family is as crooked as hell. And what did uh, Trump say in his 16 campaign? What did he tell Hillary? She needs to go to jail. She needs to be locked up. That's right. You only reason she ain't locked that. up, the only reason she ain't in jail, Bear, is because, as we can see, the criminal justice system is so crooked. All right? It's just crooked. Period. And we didn't need no Black Lives Matter, no riots, or any of that. We've been talking about this on Truth to Power for years. Just how crooked that damn court system really is. It's all political. And they've been locking black folks' asses up under Clinton, Biden, and them damn Democrats for as long as I can remember. And I can give you specific cases here in Chicago where we knew black people were innocent. 
but the damn police and the judges and all of them, a bunch of crooks, all working for the Democratic Party. So, ain't no mystery. I'm just real with mine. I don't have mine. I don't give a damn who win the election in November. I care about what happened with my people in November and December and January and February. They can have all the rest of it. Oh, one other thing there. I had a, I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday and I told him, you watch. I told you these white folks is mad as hell. Okay. Uh, and that they are not going to be watching no NBA. And today I found out that the numbers were in the toilet. Mm-hmm. Just like baseball. And you had this nasty little black girl from MFNBC. Yeah, I said MFNBC. Along with the little dyke on NBC, they're getting ready to take us show off because all them homosexuals that work in her crew have been harassing men and women. She got a bunch of homosexuals and lesbians working for them. And since 2003, there's been sexual harassment complaint filed against them. Degenerate. Oh, well, they yeah. taking her little nasty. They taking her little yeah. nasty ass off TV. Mm-hmm. Now watch that other dyke, Mad Owl. Watch stuff oh, start yeah. coming out on her. Because mm-hmm. as I told don't you, family. Le- go ahead, go ahead, Ben. Don't leave, le- don't leave Lemon out. Oh, we already know he got suits about sticking his hand down to some white boy's drawers in the bar. Because that's what they do. That's what one of the complaints uh, was about some of the generous staff. They grabbing people's genitals. Just nasty. They nasty people. But even more important than that is they have mental, uh, mental, severe mental problems. We had this discussion before, Bear, where we, we both were in agreement. It's one thing about a lot of them lesbians. They seem to have very uh, anger anger issues. If you ever get pulled over by one of them lesbian cops, you know what I'm talking about, family. If you are male, you know what I'm talking about. It's like trying to grab your crotch and ain't nothing there. Because mm-hmm. that's what men do. So when they reach down there to grab their crotch and ain't nothing there, they're automatically <laughs> mad at you because you got one. They ain't. Mm-hmm. Well, they got one that's just a little bit smaller. Okay? So they got severe anger issues. And that's what you see. I've also said, family, you may recall, that I'd be willing to bet you at least half of the people out there protesting and riding in the damn streets. I'm talking about Black Lives Matter and and the uh, mm-hmm. so-called Antifa are lesbians and homosexuals. Oh yeah, a lot of them you can see when they was in Detroit. You said I sat there and watched them, and they were switching and everything else, switching and twitching. See? That's right. So, and it's it's kind of obvious at times because remember. 
when they set up that little fake Chaz in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remember now, the place where they set it up was the headquarters. That's the area where all the homosexuals live. <laughs> so out of all the spots, they get the homosexual headquarters to set up or to take their little uh, uh, part of Seattle, uh, the Chaz. And I'm still looking for that one, 37 Negroes in the entire city of Seattle. They find one to be the leader. That Negro disappeared, and I'm still looking for him. I can't find <laughs> nothing about this guy. He was there one day and gone the next. Gone the next, man. Ain't nobody seen him since. And we told you he's he's probably an intelligence asset because I've seen exactly. that movie before. That's why he disappeared, never to be seen again. It's just sometimes our people need the things that myself and other people do to give a proper analysis because if you're going to watch that little nasty little uh, black chick read uh, – Man, I can't never. Oh, what a! I'm gonna tell you something. That's Eddie Murphy with a nasty wig on. That's who you that is. About, uh, MSNBC. You talking about that? Guy? Yes. That, uh, That's yeah. Eddie Murphy with a wig on. Now I know Eddie Murphy got caught with the transvestite and it killed his All career. Right. But I think he done went whole hog and just went and got him a wig and changed his name. Because mm-hmm. I never really looked at her Because I didn't know anything about her Because I don't watch that madness I know what I hear people say about her And then earlier this year Late last year I finally saw a clip on her And I mentioned her on the program mm-hmm. In terms of how nasty she is Sitting up there lying on people See I wouldn't have no problem With these people If they just told the truth But they seem to be incapable exactly. of telling the truth right. Huh? I said, you're right. I mean, they would defeat their purpose if they told the truth. They wouldn't be sitting there. Yeah. That go for Whoopi Goldberg and them, all them are sitting over there. And I don't want to leave these Negroes out either because they just as bad. But the only reason I'm using the women is because they got a preferred car today. As I told you, to no pun intended, to cancel out the real feminine energy. And I know some of y'all still don't believe this stuff, but guess what? We getting ready to get into another example, okay, of this black feminine energy that's going to reunite with the male energy as it's supposed to be. Not to replace it with some fake feminine energy they're going to sit up there and lie to you in your face about what's really going on because they're getting a dollar that ain't no different than LeBron James what's the difference we need the truth now more than we ever have because I tell you Bear, the last thing we want to do family is allow for cowards to slither away into a brave new world. 
because then they become your bosses if you allow to stay on the planet. How you handle that is the real have to step up like you said those sisters did. That's right, babe, and that's what. That's what there was have uni- to happen. More real sisters gonna have to step up. That's right. That's right. No question about it. And men. And that was my flavor. That was my underlying message to all the brothers yesterday. So I was so glad to see all them brothers sitting out there. Because, man, you better stand up now because you don't get a chance if these other people uh, get into power. Don't take my word for it. Tune in to Brave New World and check it out for yourself. Because I'm going to let you in on some family if I didn't already. At the end of this particular series, or toward the end, you come to realize that AI is running everything, and the AI is a black woman. Is she fake or real? Now, there's no way in hell that I could make this up. Here we go again. They have, so do, they got a real black woman running the fake, the fake AI, or is she a woman running the fake AI? There's a real black woman that appears to be a part of a secret society mm. that literally lives underground. Okay? Now, I say underground because they live up way above ground. Like they're uh, a built, they live on edifices that, that exist in the air. Okay? But there's another underground construct. Where she meets one of the one of the other major characters in in the series, that's a clone. He's been cloned, and each clone is capable of producing, or each person is capable of of being produced either sixty nine or seventy times. In the clones, in the Brave New World, are part of a Greek lettered. Construct. Society is based upon, because everything is genetically engineered, society is based upon where you fit genetically. All right? At the very top are the alphas. They're the ones that call the shots, predominantly men. White men. And at the bottom are the epsilons and the deltas. Okay? Now, where do you generally find Greek lettered organizations today, Sister Bear? In the uh, colleges. Bingo. Join those sororities and fraternities. That's right. And who's been pushing and turning out the minds of the young people for decades? The colleges. That's where the psychiatrist is at. Bingo. And that's what you see out there in the street. A bunch of cowards that are pushing for this new system that they think 
they're going to control. But it's really the scientific dictatorship of the of the technocrats. Go ahead, Beth. No, I just said the new normal, they call it. Yes. Family, I hope uh, some of you got the opportunity to watch the series. It ain't over, okay? It ain't over by a long shot. Uh, they already said they're going to have a second season before this one was even concluded. Now, contrast that with the black woman becoming God, right? <laughs> they, it, was extreme, it was an extremely popular, uh, well-written-about series but then before they could get through with the last episode, they was already saying, nope, we ain't going to have no second season because now you got to show that black woman walking on water because that's where it ended. With the black man who was originally God, right? Giving control of his spiritual essence, his third eye, to her for safekeeping, his woman. But in the brave new world, ain't no monogamy. It's free sex for everybody in certain at certain class levels. The low levels, no sex. They all clones. They workers. They're not allowed to participate in society. Okay? By the way. Another very, very interesting irony is that the name of the Brave New World place where all this takes place is New London. Because you'll find, realistically, realistically speaking, you'll find no more gangsterous place on the planet than the city of London. So I thought it was quite ironic. They they would name this place New London. Okay. And in this city, New London, they didn't outlaw money, families. And see, some of you going to hear some things that are going on now. That's because, they, as I pointed out yesterday, the brave new world is right around the corner. We in the middle of the block. As soon as we come up on that corner and look around it, there's the brave new world. That's how close we are to it. Don't take my word for it. Because they didn't outlaw money. They didn't outlaw the family. You see it happening right now. They outlaw privacy. No more history. Y'all catching on? And of course, drunk white women for everybody. No more monogamy. No more one-on-one relationships. Okay? Because you're in a culture now that's totally controlled by psychologists with one of the primary uh, controlling systems being based upon drugs. Y'all understand why they legalize marijuana? Particularly this genetically altered or genetically modified marijuana that don't produce no seed. 
just like the food. That is correct. You can call them clones. Just pick a variety, and they'll tell you. If you read some of the literature, they'll tell you right up front it's a clone. Okay. The name of that drug that they use to maintain the social order is called Soma. Soma, S-O-M-A. And these drugs are basically put in place to blunt any emotion that you might have. Because the city of London, in the brave new world, there is no emotion. Emotion is not to be expressed under any circumstances. Okay? I know y'all saying, wow, that sounds like SSRIs at another level. You're damn right. That's exactly what it is. Remember, not only is money and family and history and all that stuff outlawed, but so is religion. Books. Education. It's all gone. Let me tell you why that's important. Because if you look back at Aldous Huxley, I think he wrote this book in 1932. I read the book in high school in English literature. But that was so long ago, I I couldn't remember 99% of, of the stuff that I read in that book. Only certain little things like the drug, Soma. Okay, uh, stuck with me. But Aldous Huxley was a eugenicist, just like his brother, Julian Huxley, who's one of the founders of UNESCO, which is that institution that's been used by people like Bill Gates and his gangster buddies to go throughout the world vaccinating people and sterilizing them. Aldous Huxley was hanging out with people like, um, I never remember this guy's name, uh, uh, H.G. Wells, and many of the eugenicists of his day. So, yeah, I can guarantee you that Margaret Sanger wasn't far away from her. Just like Ida B. Wells and and uh, W.B. Du Bois wasn't far away. They was the Negroes of their day because they was all for the eugenics. Well, Aldous Huxley was a eugenicist as well. And that's how come one of the things that's going to jump off the charts at you when you watch that series, the relative obscurity of black people. They there, but ain't but one or two saying anything throughout the entire series. Okay? Now, the sexual thing, and again, Bev, we talked about this uh, uh, just over and over about the role of sex in the culture today. 
which is, that's all LGBT is. It ain't nothing but a sexual movement with a bunch of sexual deviants that are angry at everybody else because they are psychologically screwed up, no pun intended. So they mad at everybody else because they can't function like the vast majority of people on this planet that ain't a tranny or a dyke or or some some homosexual, some faggot. All right? And it's interesting because certain words, like the words I just used, they would get me removed off the planet in the brave new world. And hell, if you're paying attention to what's going on today, being pushed by these same groups, the words you use can pretty much get you banished uh, off the planet right now. Okay? So, sex is a major part of that society. Whenever there's an emotional outburst, the people immediately start taking the drugs. The drugs are color-coded with each color representing an emotion, kind of like your chakra systems in reverse. All right? Because your chakra system is color-coded with the primary colors. And the higher you go up, the more to open up, the more enlightened you become. In the brave new world in the city of London, the color code is for uh, each particular emotion to shut you down, not to open you up. It's to do exactly the opposite. Okay? So sex within the hierarchy is mandatory. Okay? Except for, like I said, all those people at the bottom. They exclude it because they clone. And the reason that that is is because all life is created in the lab. One of the three or four primary characters, uh, she works in a biological lab where the genetic Altering takes place. It's an assembly line process, family, because ain't nobody uh, being born into the brave new world that ain't being born in the lab. Unless you're one of those people like me, right, who are not a part of the city of New London, and you live on Earth away from uh, the super people, so to speak, because, again, there's no illness and this kind of thing in the city of New London. All that's gone. Nobody gets old. There are no old people. As a matter of fact, you live to a certain age and you are conditioned as a child to accept death as a part of your lifespan because nobody gets old. They ain't never seen no old people. They don't know what they look like. It's just that once you've been on the planet for a certain number of years, you take your ass to the death shop, and they do they do. They put you to death. Ain't no dying of no natural causes. 
ain't no illness. Unless you live in what they call the savage lands on earth. Okay? Now, the savage lands are inhabited by people who wasn't going along with the program. See, that's going to be like those of us who are going to tell them to kiss uh, the back of our hand when they try to inject us with the chips or shoot us up with the vaccines. They're already working on that. They're going to put you somewhere else. Okay? And I guarantee you, because of the level of cowardice, and that's all the males who pretty much are metrosexuals because they're all produced in the lab in New London, in the brave new world. It's like another version of the Hunger Games with a with some alterations. Or it's, it, when, you, when you watch the series, it's going to remind you of Westworld. It's supposed to. Because it all fits the same template. Okay? Now, I don't know if they done put LeBron in the dress yet. But if they ain't, you stay tuned. Because you suddenly see him in a dress and some lipstick. All right? And the genetic altering also exists to the point in New London where they can dictate the level of intelligence by doing things like um, uh, preventing the flow of oxygen to your brain. Mm. Oh, they got it down to it. Uh, I'm sorry, Bear? That's what they're doing with the mask. Yes. That's That's extremely observant of you, Bear, and a whole lot of other things. Okay. Uh, so the, the whole thing, I, for me, like it would require reading when I was in high school, it should be required reading for everybody today because that's where they're trying to take you. Not 1984. Orwell, who wrote 1984, and Aldous Huxley, who wrote Brave New World, they knew each other. But they were in disagreement on what the world of tomorrow was going to look like. George Orwell basically saw a police state thing, okay, where anybody got out of line because everybody's watching the tell on everybody else, right? Uh, Everything is tightly controlled. In the brave new world, there pretty much are no police because there's no fighting. There's no disagreement because everything and everybody is under strict control of the AI. They have these um, computerized, let's call them corneas. And these computerized corneas, you have to put one of them in your in your eye. Everybody in New London has one of these computerized corneas that when you put it in your eye, 
it allows you to see what everybody else is doing. You can focus on anybody you want to and much, much more. Okay? Uh, But it allows them to see you too. And it's basically connecting you to AI. So the AI is monitoring you as long as you got that in your eye. If you ain't got it in your eye, you're offline, and you can expect a visit from the authorities, but it's so rare that it happens because there's no reason. Everybody's happy because everybody drugged out of their mind. And I think last week I mentioned the piece that we did, Sister Bear, where we dealt with We Happy Few, where in that scenario, again, they mentioned Brave New World in some of that research. The thing there, or in that research, was pointing out how everybody was on drugs, and the people who weren't on drugs were considered a threat, and they were to be killed. So if you wasn't high on drugs in the world of We Happy Few, you better act like you, you know, you better be able to act like you full of drugs. Because they would turn you in and they then you would get done in. So I encourage the family to just Google the term We Happy Few. So all these things are variations of the same thing. But Orwell said, you'll know when you are under the direct influence of this beast because you're going to see a boot stamping in your face. Okay? And I've mentioned, Bev, on more than one occasion, when I see these, these people out there Riding and protesting and all this stuff for the last four years, you got one person saying one thing, and all the drones or the robots, they all repeat it. Or they finish the sentence because it's already uh, prearranged what, they, what they're going to say. It's kind of like the Democratic Party or the mainstream media all using the same phrases at exactly the same time. And then somebody put together a montage showing you that it's all, uh, yeah. it's all to condition you, but it's all fake and phony. It's just mind blowing. Uh, I like the series. I didn't like it as much as I like Westworld or, uh, oh, here we go. Uh, the one with them wearing the mask. Yeah, <laughs> I always see that. That to me, that one was just like, here, Robert X. We're gonna give you this so you can prove what you've been trying to tell the people in terms of the feminine energy. That's what that series was to me. So if anybody had any doubts? There it is again, right there in your face. Okay, uh, but it's just 
I encourage everybody to watch the series. All right. And to be honest, I can't wait for the next one. But it's going to be the same thing with me, with Westworld. I can't wait till that one starts. All right? Because I got a pretty good idea of what's going to happen. And I think this black woman is going to be even more prominent in that. But I think the, the little difference is going to be many of us are going to see through it because black people are waking up too. Mm-hmm. All of us ain't still stuck because I'm hearing other people saying, and I'm shocked that Donald Trump has done more for black people than Barack Obama ever thought about doing. And he got the yeah. nerve to go to the the uh, <laughs> uh, the funeral the for John Lewis along with Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton was there, Bear. Was Bush there? And they turned Bush his name. Go ahead. There. Was Bush there? He said, was, all three of them were supposed to have been there. All of them were there. Because they trying to do the same thing with him that they did to Aretha Franklin and every uh, entertainer or, or that had any name. They tried to turn all their funerals into political rallies because they don't give a damn about the sanctity of the funerals. All right. That was straight up. If they did, yeah. But, man, just think about it. If they really cared about the sanctity between a family and their loved ones at death, they wouldn't outlaw funerals. But then I already told you, you can handle more than 10 people in the funeral home. Mm-hmm. Ain't no religion in yeah. New London. It's gone. Ain't no religion here. That's they outlawed it. Yeah. So again, you can look at all of the things that I'm talking about, and you can see them just chiseling away at all of it. No more history. They want niggas to start in 1865. I told you, family. You ain't got no history beyond 1865. You born a slave, and that's it, according to the white people, because they the ones that's calling the shots. I don't give a damn if it's black lives matter or white lives matter. The point is, you should recognize by now that in, in, the, 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 uh, in the scheme of things, your lives don't matter what a damn unless you make a matter. I'm just so happy that other black people are waking up to see it. I heard some of it yesterday from people that I normally wouldn't expect to hear that this kind of thing from. Mm-hmm. But it's starting to reverberate big time. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm noticing that, too. I mean, big time. So it don't matter what any of these Negro politicians do. That snuff dipper down there in South Carolina. <laughs> okay, he's done. If he ain't dipping snuff, Bab, I guarantee you he got a, 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 a what do they call it? Uh, a chaw, a, a chaw of tobacco. I guarantee it. 
If he ain't dipping snuff, he's chewing tobacco, but he's spitting somewhere. All of these people, every single one of them, they run out here and do their dirt, and then they turn around and point the finger at Orange Man. <laughs> they throw the rock and say he did it. It's like children used to do, Bear. Yeah, yeah. You know, steal a cookie, and immediately <laughs> after they get through stealing it, they get called by their mama or daddy, and they ask them, did you take that cookie? And crumbs and shit is falling out their mouth. No, I didn't, I, I, didn't, I didn't take it, mom. Crumbs Orange falling out their mouth, man. Orange man took it. Absolutely. Because <laughs> you know what happens in those cases? You mm-hmm. just get extra ass whooping. Because yes. they sitting there looking yes. at you with the crumbs yep. falling out your mouth. But you so yeah. bold with it that you're going to lie in their face. Yeah, and ain't a mom and bad. daddy on this planet that appreciate their children lying in their face. They know the kids going to lie. Right. That's just part of what kids do. Right. We all did it, right? <laughs> <laughs> but you got crumbs falling out your mouth. You stand there lying in their face. That's oh, you really got an ass whooping coming. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I say that's what makes them mad. You really, you might have not Absolutely. was gonna get one at first, but you definitely gonna get one after lying like that. That's right, and and they and what's really bad? That's one of them ass whoopings where they be talking to you while they whooping your ass. Yes, <laughs> didn't I tell you about lying to me in my face? I'm sitting there looking at you. Wow, crumbs falling out. Wow, oh, that's your damn mouth. Wow, wow, wow. So that's mm-hmm. just going to double the blows on that ass when you lie yeah. to your family, right? Yeah. Because yeah. you make... You, you really you, telling you them you don't appreciate... Yeah. Exactly. No doubt about it. Again, babe, you took the words and the crumbs right out of my mouth. <laughs> okay? Right out of my hey, mouth. So... Did somebody wait, teach that in the black community, because I mean, it seemed like back in the day that was every mama's. It looked like it was a, a book that every mama went to and did the same thing. That's right. Yeah, well, I don't. It's almost like they did go to a school of some kind, but uh, <laughs> because that was universal language. And you know what? Yes, All the kids knew it too. Yeah. It was up. It was up to us to try to come up with ingenious ways to lie, so that you didn't <laughs> yeah. get that ass whooped that tough. Yes, yes. So you know you had to learn how to be inventive. It was almost like part of the educational process of growing up. You had to learn to be inventive with your lies, but you ain't gonna come to your mom and daddy with no damn crumbs falling out of your mouth mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. tell them you didn't get the cookie. That was Joe Boo. Joe Boo got the cookie. Joe Boo ain't, yeah. ain't been home all day long, but you're going to try to blame it on somebody else <laughs> with the evidence falling out the side of your mouth. <laughs> but that's how I view much of what these Negroes are doing today. And I know everybody's talking about one of the fakest Negroes on the planet. Kamala Harris uh, is going to be hiding Biden's running mate, right? I don't think so. He didn't pick her. No, he hasn't picked Huh? He no, he ain't picked, picked yet. yet. Mm-hmm. No, 
uh, from what I understand, he put it off. They put it off for a couple of weeks. Because, mm-hmm. see, I don't think, uh, and I said this from day one, I still cannot envision hiding Biden being there. I still see Hillary. There's nobody that's been interviewed in the media that has no current political position more than Hillary Clinton. No one. Like, she running. Okay? Now, watch this. Let me show you what I mean. Last week, she was doing a media interview, and you know what they did? They fact-checked her to show that she wasn't lying. Now, why would you fact-check some irrelevant person that holds no political position on anything? Because they're trying to clean her nasty little evil ass up, and it ain't working. Because right after they did that interview, they dropped that stuff on Bill being on Pedophile Island with Epstein with the two little babies. Okay, with the two two little girls. And you might recall, Bear, when that uh attorney, the this of the, the head attorney in the Southern District of New York got fired after he refused to step down. And then he was finally told that if he didn't get his ass out the way, they would move him out the way and he finally left. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I told you that there was two schools of thought that uh they were getting ready to try to go after Trump and they was going to try to get Ghislaine Maxwell to say that Trump uh, was one of the people that had sex with one of the children. Right. Then don't matter. They don't need no evidence. They Mm -hmm. just need, need her to say it. And I told you Mm -hmm. that's not plausible because the little white girl uh, who is now a full grown adult, who's making many of the acquisitions, uh, accusations has already pointed out that Trump uh, had, she never saw Trump engage in anything with anybody. Okay. Well, she just reiterated that again this past week. Mm-hmm. So I said, no, the reason that they got rid of that dude that was running the Southern District of New York, one of the most criminal court systems on the planet anywhere. The reason they got rid of him was because he was protecting Maxwell. That's why they mm-hmm. got rid of him one week. The next week they had her ass under arrest, and she was right down the street from New York. I think that then they arrest her in New Hampshire. That's right up the street from New York. But somehow, he couldn't find her. You see? But as soon as they got rid of him, and of course, family, as you might expect, he was Old Testament. So he went out kicking and screaming. But it didn't do no good. The next week, um, uh, Maxwell is under arrest. I ain't seen no uh, pictures you, of her. Did, did they show any pictures of her getting arrested and all of that? I've seen pictures, Bear, but the, the pictures are not of her being arrested. And I don't know if the pictures were current 
or from the past. It mm-hmm. could have been file pictures. Mm-hmm. But I've seen no pictures of her being booked or anything like that. <coughs> but I'm pretty sure they got her. <coughs> and unlike the other people who said that this whole thing was about them going at Orange Man, no. Uh, all the arrows are pointing to other people like Bill Clinton. And you know what he did? What? Either yesterday or the day before, he immediately comes out and says he was not involved. He was not there on that island. But they got the airplane logs and stuff. We know that. On the plane. The- yeah. The pilot has testified that he was on the plane. Right. Right. I said, hell, he was on the plane more than the pilot. Because <laughs> that's who he is. He's yes. another one of these degenerates. He's a sexual deviant. That's why he would use his position to rape women. Because he felt he could get away with it. Just like so many of these politicians, okay? What about that boy up there in Minnesota? What about that black son? He ain't never going to admit that. That's not going to be a young man. Yeah, that's not going to be exposed until Clinton is in the ground. Hmm. That's when it's going to come out that that's his son. But the media is going to protect him as long as that slimy bastard is breathing. Just like they protect Hillary. As long as they, because they're all parts of the same Colvin. Right. It's what they do. They lie. And they're good at it. They're very good at it. That's how I come, Bam. I don't do forums where I stand up in front of anybody and just talk. That's why we always have the information. Don't mean that I'm going to be right all the time, and it don't mean that I ain't going to make errors some of the time. But it does mean I take an active uh, part in trying to find out the truth one way or the other, where these people... And your black politicians are becoming equally adept at being consummate liars. You can't believe hardly anything they say. It's a damn shame. And again, there are exceptions. Okay? There are exceptions. How how come nobody look at uh, how many families it is? You know, the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, old families. Those are the puppeteers. How come nobody uh, go up there and look and see what's going on with that? They the one controlling everything. Bev, remember when I told you last week about this writer for the Chicago Tribune newspaper named John Cass? Mm-hmm. And how... Because he wrote about George Soros, they immediately, and the fact that George Soros was financing these state's attorneys all around the country, well, they immediately called him an anti-Semite. The reason that you don't hear any of these people talking about these old families is because they're all Jewish. 
That's why. If you mention the Rothschilds, they immediately call you anti-Semite. It don't matter whether they practice Judaism. That's got nothing to do with any of it. Uh, George Soros collaborated with the Nazis. That's documented. Who is George Soros working for? Is he working for the Rockefellers? Or the Rothschilds, yes. who is he working he for? He works for that upper tier royal family, that lineage. He works just like Bill Gates. As I told you, George Soros is in charge of the military, okay, wing of overthrowing governments. And uh, Bill Gates is in charge of the medical wing. All right? George Soros ain't never been in nobody's military or nothing, but he finances everything from ISIS to Black Lives Matter to create chaos and overthrow people's governments. Bill Gates ain't never had nobody's college degree that ain't been honorary, but yet he's basically dictating to the medical establishment what is and what ain't. How does that happen? Because he works for them, them small that small group of families that really call all the shots. And that's why I told you, family, Sister Bear, mm-hmm. if you look at COVID or coronavirus, we said that uh, if the symbol for it is a crown, mm-hmm. it's a corona. Right. Crown. Yeah. Well... We said, I guarantee you, this is my opinion based on my research. I don't have any documentation on this. That the the go-ahead was given by the royal families, the same people that you're talking about now, Bear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They the ones yeah. that gave the okay because they, they run the entire world monetary system. So that's what I'm saying. You know, I've always heard you cut the head off the body follows. You know, but everybody chopping the toes and all of that and the fingers and the toenails, but ain't nobody aiming for the head. That's because you know that the head is most the most important part of the body. What if you went to a school and they told you, don't worry about the head, just go for the toes. What would you go for? <laughs> you see, <laughs> they're not they not equipped to go for the head. They only they only that is correct. The equipment to go for the toes. Okay, that's right. They don't know nothing about the head. Okay, they're going straight for the feet. Well, that's the mindset of the people out here today. That's their mindset. They've been, and that's exactly what you see them doing. Totally programmed. Totally programmed. And it don't just exist among them. Because I won't even get into my cameraman, because I love the brother. He's been with me over 30 years. And I'm just not going to, I'll just say this. He didn't come out this week, the last two forms, he didn't come out. But he finally, uh, decided to tell me that he's trying to avoid crowds. And he's been around me for 30 years. Over 30 years. 
We have been everywhere together, all in walking in the projects, talking to people. He ain't none of that put fear in him. But now all of a sudden, he don't want to be around no crowd. Coronavirus. Exactly. But you can't be around me and be in fear. Because we alleviate all of that. (laughs) You see? So, but I understand it. I do understand it. Okay? But, you know, again, this is this is just me. I don't know how you around me all these years and you scared to be around crowd. But that's all right. You know, everybody has to basically chart their own path. I still love that brother like he's part of my anatomy, like he's my left arm. Because we've been together for so long. Okay? But that just goes to show you how much of an impact this thing has on people. Particularly when you ain't paying attention to what's going on. Okay? You'll be running around here with a mask on. And you'll be one of the people that get the fake test that show that you uh, got coronavirus. Remember, Bev, last week, there's all any number of people, thousands and tens of thousands of people that come with positive tests that ain't been tested. Let, let me say that again. You got people being sent notices that they are positive for coronavirus and ain't been tested. Tens well, of thousands at- of people in Florida. Okay, with fake test results, because half the damn test results are faulty. Yeah. Look at the people who took the test and uh, they didn't even take it on people. They just sent in false. You know, they didn't even test the people. Some of them tested animals. Some of them didn't test nobody. And all of them came back positive. And that just goes to show you how phony this stuff is. But in some counties exactly. in Florida, they got a hundred percent positive for everybody that took the test. That's impossible. Yeah. You see? But and that's they because don't want orange man to have no rallies. That is correct. Because they know how popular he is. And they don't want Hiden, Biden. To do no debating because he can't talk. So they already got their people out there coming up with ways for him to get around it. But I said, I'll believe Hiden Biden is the nominee when he becomes a nominee because as of today, he ain't. Period. He is the presumptive nominee. He is not the nominee. But I'm going to tell you something, family. Just go back to when they was having those uh, primaries. And you might recall for about the first five or six primaries in five or six different states, he didn't even show up on the radar. He was coming in dead last. 
And then the snuff dipper down there in South Carolina told the black folk, go get your damn dancing shoes. It's time for y'all to get back in tap dancing mode. Because they're going to give me a spot. They're going to give me some extra tobacco. And that's what that Negro did when he sold one of the most racist, got a 50-year history of being anti-black. 50 years. Everything he did was against black people. 50, I go all the way back to busing. He was against that. Well, hell, I was against that myself. But I wasn't no politician. You see? So, no. They are basically creating the environment that wants to take us somewhere. And they use any and everybody to accomplish that goal. That's the bottom line. It doesn't matter if it's uh, Biden or, or Kamala Harris or Hillary or Obama or any rest of them, Bush. They all got the same agenda. But Orange Man is not, I'm going to say this one time, and I hope I don't have to say it no more. Orange Man is not a Republican. What is he? He used that party to get elected. Go ahead, Bear. What is he? He his own party? He is, if you really look at what he's done, he's a classic liberal. Classic. Okay? If you really look at politics, the things that he did, prison reform and those kind of things, in the middle of getting his head bashed in, those are things that classic liberals would do. Funding the black colleges, they had to beg Obama, and he still cut their budget. Mm-hmm. Remember? Yeah, I remember. He did all this stuff. Prison reform? That Negro was in there for eight years. And he never even talked about no damn prison reform. Orange man get in there, and he does it automatically because regular people asked him to, not because he was trying to gain some political favor. Remember, it was Kanye's wife that was one of the people that led the charge on that. Right. Well, didn't uh, uh, Obama let let the, the gay guy out at the end? Was that him or was that Bill Clinton? Now, which which gay guy was that? The one that had, uh, I don't know, did he give up evidence? He went in looking like a man and came out looking like a woman. He was oh, no, awesome. that was Obama. That, yeah, you're talking about um, the guy that gave WikiLeaks the information. Yes. Che- yes now it's Chelsea Manning. Yeah, that's on Chelsea Chelsea Manning. That was Obama. Mm-hmm. Just before right. he got okay. out of office. Mm-hmm. But, hell, he had spent like uh, five or six years in jail before that. And all he did was point out illegal activity that was taking place on the part of the military, killing innocent people. How dare you tell the truth? Now, 
It wouldn't have been so bad. But Obama came into office talking about whistleblower protection. Because mm-hmm. every other thing that came out of Obama's mouth was a lie. Because that's what they do. <laughs> and wasn't it a coincidence that his his grandparents, his mama, all, his daddy, all of them died before he became Everybody died. Yeah, Just so like Bill Clinton's mama. Yeah. Just like Clinton's mama. Because she was known to have two things loose on her. Her mouth and her booty. All right? So, yeah, because, you know, the, the, I, again, I couldn't prove this, but I know and it, it was common knowledge that Bill Clinton's mama ran a, one of the biggest whole houses in Arkansas. And that uh, Bill Clinton was really the illegitimate son of, a, I forget which Rockefeller, uh, I want to say Winter Rockefeller. He was the governor of Arkansas. Mm. And of course, how are you going to be the governor of Arkansas and don't visit the whole house? <laughs> With all due respect to all you brothers and sisters in Arkansas, okay? Because <laughs> Arkansas is one of them old school, southern, just absolute. <laughs> I don't even know what <laughs> word to use to describe it. It's a, it's where they, where they, if you had the opportunity to create a, a place to create good old boys, Arkansas mm-hmm. would be your spot. Not Mississippi, mm-hmm. not Georgia, not Alabama, Arkansas. It was as backwards mm-hmm. as they come. I never forget the black activists were trying to warn black people about Bill and Hillary and how oppressive they had been to black people in Arkansas and how they were involved in dr- and they lived that. Right. And these Negro leaders in the media act like they didn't exist. They were trying yeah. to tell us. Mm-hmm. They was calling him the there. first black president or something. All he had to do was go on uh, TV and blow his horn. Now, oh, I, it's like I said, Bear. You won't. You will not find a more accomplished family of liars than the Clintons. Okay, Obama was a liar in the mm-hmm. classic sense, but mm-hmm. the Clintons are exceptional liars because they lie to you and they be sitting there grinning. That's what what really make people angry. See, Obama lie and he'll try to look serious about it because he's just a mm-hmm. political liar. Mm-hmm. But the Clintons, they go overboard with it. They like to, That's why like people the hate them. They like the child with the crumbs running down his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> again, Bear, you're right on it. But you know what? I again, I'm 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 hyperventilating here over the political thing. We need to get back to the brave new world because. They, okay. as far as I'm concerned, they basically are some of the brick builders of the brave new world, the Clintons, and people like them, of which there are a lot of them because they got a whole army of people from Podesta to 
I mean, it's just so many people that have absolutely no spiritual foundation at all. They don't have any conscience about the things that they do. Everything with them is just win at all costs. It don't matter how many people you hurt and injure, just do it. Okay? And that's pretty much is the foundation of the city of New London. That's how I was built. So everything has to be thoroughly controlled. And that's the system that they're attempting to put in place right now. Okay? And the other thing that sticks out like a sore thumb is the males who pretty much act like metrosexuals. That's not by accident. That's all by design. Because remember, family, they've already turned heterosexual, toxic masculinity. We have no need for testosterone-oriented males. We want the males to go piss estrogen. Excuse my language, family. And if you recall, Bev, you may have heard this. About two, three weeks ago, they got some, I forget what state it was done in, but a bunch of young boys were being uh, injected with test, not test, with estrogen to turn them into females without their parents' knowledge or consent. Did you hear about that? No, I didn't hear about that. Yeah. A group of young boys, wasn't a large group, were being given estrogen without their parents' permission or knowledge, turning the little boys into women. Now, if y'all think that that's an anomaly, think again. Because remember the HPV vaccine, Bev? Mm Mm-hmm that they were given to the girl to to supposedly prevent cervical cancer. Yep, yep. And then some of the little girls began to have adverse reactions. Some of them died. Yep. They said, oh, you get this, and you ain't got to worry about having no cervical cancer. And about a year and a half to two years later, they start uh, talking about giving it to little boys. Mm Mm-hmm. So now, let me ask you, Bev, because, man, I must have missed something when I was growing <laughs> up. I got to go check these holes in me. But where's the little boy's cervix? His cervix? You're talking yeah. about his penis? Or you... No, or, or you're the about cervix. His apple. His... Oh, no, his cervix. Talking. The HPV vaccine was for cervical cancer. Now they want to give it to little boys. Well, if you're going to give it to little boys, you must be giving it to them because you think they're going to get cervical cancer. Because that's what the vaccine was for, allegedly. They were giving it to girls first, wasn't they? Yeah, because girls have cervixes. So they justified it by saying that it would prevent cervical cancer. Okay, I got you. Okay. Then they they start giving it to little boys. Okay. So I'm asking you, where's the cervix located on the little boys? Do boys have them? I mean, the cervix, that's that's where the the female organs. 
Bingo. They don't have them. I don't think so. So why were they giving the little boys HPV vaccine? Because it ain't about no cervical cancer. It's about population control. Yeah. And it don't have to show up now. See? Because they're little kids now. But they'll Mm -hmm. grow up and the woman won't be able to, to carry no baby to term. Yeah. You see? She'd be miscarrying all over the place. See, that's what they was doing to women in Africa. They would catch them and give them them vaccines when they were young. Then as they got older of childbearing age, they couldn't carry a fetus to term. They'd be constantly miscarrying. Look, this these people are straight up evil. And that's really the underlying theme, fight of the happy face atmosphere in the brave new world. Because you know what happened there when people, mm-hmm. uh, uh, when certain things happened in the city of New London that basically brought on an emotional response, all the people would get butt naked and have an orgy. So there's orgies every every day. (laughs) So did that calm them down? Uh, That really wasn't what what it was for, man. Because, see, they was taking the Soma drugs, and they take the Soma drugs Mm -hmm. all day, every day. Mm -hmm. If somebody says something that they disagree with, and they felt that it was Mm going to bring an emotional response, they would automatically... Take one of them color-coded pills. Mm-hmm. Okay? I mean, it was it was deep. And it still is deep. I'm watching the marijuana legalization of genetically altered marijuana. It's just the first entree into that whole thing. I said some years ago. Because people gonna have the capacity as people become smarter and have access to the information, you're gonna be able to make mind altering drugs right there in, in your home. So they're gonna get out in front of the thing before everybody else. But what was really interesting to me was when they went to what they called the savage land, two of the people that were involved in the city of New London, well, let me put it like this. There was primarily three main characters. One of them was called John, okay? Now, John was the little white boy that lived in what was called the savage land, where the real people lived. The real people are people like you and me, Beth, who still observe the cultural norms that we grew up with. Marriage, you know, all the old normal things that we could still consider normal to a large degree. 
that are now outlawed in the city of London in what they call the savage land where the real people who are not genetically altered, who grow old, because in the city of New London, people are systemically uh, liquidated, let me use that word instead of killed, at the age of 60. But they look like they're in their 20s, or late 20s, early 30s. Nobody gets old there because everything is strictly controlled. All right. Again, no illness. Nobody ever gets sick, any of that. No emotion, no fighting. So no police. I think they're trying to remove the police in places now, I think. Anyway, the one group of people that they don't quite factor into anything are the clones. This, These are the workers. They're at the bottom of society. They are the epsilon, okay? And I just can't get over. You got the hierarchy in the colleges and universities based on your fraternities and sororities, right? And that is exactly the system, the Greek system, the Greek letter system that set up in the city of New London. But as I stated earlier, actually it goes, or if I didn't, it actually goes all the way back to Socrates and Plato and the Republic, Plato's the Republic. That's really the beginning of communism. Well, we'll get into that probably tomorrow, the kind of show the relationship between the brave new world and Plato's Republic. But cloning is, is a myth. Go ahead, man. Now, go ahead. Finish your count, your uh, thought. No, go ahead. Question. Go ahead. Now, you know, I I keep I can't get away from the puppet the puppeteer, you know, because they're the ones that's creating racism, privilege, uh, Democrat, Republican. They they, they the puppeteers. They doing all this, and I'm just saying, right. are they untouchable? And, you know, these are their grandchildren and their children and all of that that's keeping this stuff going, too. Well, they're not at, out there in the street. But these people got more money than God, no, and you control. never see. Yeah, they control. Yeah, but they don't have to be out there. Puppet. They got no, the I'm Democrat or Republican. I'm sorry, go ahead, Ben. I'm saying. They behind the scenes. They just like the Wizard of Oz. They're not seen, yeah, but well, they're controlling everything. So how do you get to them? I tried to tell. There's really only one way to get to them, and that's exposing Mm -hmm. what they do and neutralize them. You see, some of us know. I've been focusing on them all my life, literally. Okay? But then how do you get that to the average person that you focusing on the symptom right. as opposed to the cause. You exactly. focus on the effect as yeah. opposed to the cause. The level of programming has people looking at their phone. If they up 20, 24 hours, they're looking at the damn phone 23 hours. So how do you get people to focus on them? A lot of people are never going to be focused on them. But for those of us who do focus on them, that's that's our main agenda, to show you 
who really, that's why I, you hear me talking about George Soros. Way before Black Lives Matter, I've been talking about George Soros for 30 some years. Mm-hmm. I've been talking about the Rothschilds for so long it's running out of my ears. I've read any number of books on the Rothschilds, the Oppenheimers, all these people. I got them running out of my ears. So, so is Trump chopping off? We looking at the body. So is he like taking the feet, then the leg, then the thigh, or is he just taking the lower part of the body off? Or is he take working his way up to the head? Let me put it like this: When Trump first went in the office after he got elected. One of the mm-hmm. first meetings he was supposed to have was with the queen, the queen bitch. Right. Excuse me, family. That's how I called her. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. And he made it quite clear he was not getting down on his knees to them or anybody else. Remember? Mm-hmm. So I got to say No. They're the ones who locking down the whole world to get rid of him. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's who he fight. He, he so he's starting from the head and working his way, or he just chopping up the whole body. As I'm looking at the body, he went in the office dissing the major institutions in the world, from the United Nations to Davos to the yeah. World Economic Forum. He's going to all of them and told them. You're on your own. We ain't following that no more. Okay, so he went to, when he went to them, he was going to the Rockefellers and the Rockefellers. Bingo. And the other families. Okay. Right. Bingo. He went and told them in their face. And they talked about him like a dog. But he didn't shuck and jab and he didn't do any of that. He didn't go there bowing like Obama. You see? Because he don't give a damn. This dude is dealing from somewhere else. Yeah, it's really interesting, Bear, because I, you know, whenever I tell people that this guy, this guy is a time traveler, you know, the average personnel know nothing about Donald Trump other than what uh, they see on CNN. So right. we had a good, good brother there yesterday. He said, man, I, I came by to this guy. So I asked him some questions. Well, what do you know about Donald Trump? Just what I see on TV. I said, yeah, I know. That means you really don't know anything about Donald Trump. I say, but you're lucky. You're talking to, pro- to somebody that's probably done more research on Donald Trump than anybody you will run into. Mm-hmm. So I begin to, which is what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. to drop some things on him that he need to do to update his database. So you'll know that this ain't no run-of-the-mill dude that you're talking about here. I gave him a little bit of his family history, just a little bit because it take too long. Told him to go and look up that, and then go and look up Plus Ultra, the secret society, down there in Disney World in that bubble that the Negro NBA players is playing in. And then I think it was Brother Derek or somebody else said, what was the name of the movie? I, and 
make sure you check out this movie, Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. Okay? So that would pique his interest, and I gave him a card and said, I'm not like a lot of these people. You ain't got to make no appointment to talk to me. I pick up my phone a lot of the times. So if you got some some issues with roadblocks that you're running into, give me a call. We'll see if we can't get them out the way. And I have to, because, you know, a lot of times we got a tendency of kind of browbeating people because they at that particular level where he is. Right. And, you know, I try, I want everybody there to know, you know, we all been him. Yes. All of us been him. So people tap me on my shoulder, people like Steve Coakley and Colin Muhammad and others, as I was growing up to say, hey, uh, you might want to take a look at this. Now, they didn't tell me that directly. I bought their stuff. Mm-hmm. And I found out, I checked what they were saying and found out for myself and found out that they were accurate. But the the whole point is, don't be so quick to make judgments on people because they ain't where you at. If you That's know true. this stuff, figure out a way to spread the knowledge throughout the community because that's the only way that I know of that we're going to make significant impacts on changing what's going on in the community. So we went into meditation mode yesterday for the first time, and it was amazing. I'm looking at the people's faces that uh, I could pretty much tell I'd never really done any meditation exercises, and we used the same little uh, elementary model that we use on truth to power, but you know, just to begin the process, because we're going to take it to another level and we're going to get into that tonight and tomorrow. Why that's going to be extremely necessary to do that. All of it lends itself to a brave new world. Every bit of it. Okay. So, uh, I knew the brother didn't know, but when we got into the, the meditation exercise, I could see people noticeably feeling different as anybody in the family that meditated along with us for that little five minutes. You can do the same thing in five minutes in your daily life before you go to bed or when you first wake up or whatever. And then do a little research on it and gradually increase the time and you might want to add things to the methodology. But I guarantee you, I guarantee you, you begin to experience some things that's going to make you question what you've been told is your reality. Because you may find out that you're part of a holographic universe. And that you, in fact, are part of a much larger galactic construct particularly black people, a much larger construct, okay? So now, let's get into what happened in the Brave New World series, because I I definitely want to get some of this stuff in before we uh, get as much in as I can before we go to the call, because, man. We have 55 minutes. 
Yeah. Plus the extra hour, right, Ben? Right, right. Oh, okay, good, good. Okay, so we'll take up. Wow. We'll take up some of that time. Uh, let me see here. I um, I, I'll hold this some of this till tomorrow, and then we'll because I talk my butt off a little bit too much today. So we'll hold some of this for tomorrow, uh, unless I can get to it. But I wanted to kind of add some things in terms of the things that I've already talked about, okay, uh, in terms of the makeup of the city of New London and the brave new world, uh, uh, the hierarchical system, but more importantly, how you can uh, break out Okay, if I can find this article, how you can break out of that, break out of that system, okay? The thing, as we said last week, and I was so uh, happy to hear it echoed by other people in the family, uh, that the real way that we're going to get out of this mess that we're in is through spiritual attainment. That's going to be the thing that we could use to totally neutralize the movement towards this so-called brave new world. And that's why religion was outlawed in the city of New London. And that's why you see there's no institution in this country that's being persecuted and has been Again, if you don't know, family, the whole move in the Middle East was to neutralize the real religion of Islam and replace it with the fake one that was run by the world politicians. Okay? You know, with with stuff like ISIS, fake Islam. That is not Islam. Okay? Uh, Fake preachers in this country ain't Christianity. You can't tell me that Al Sharpton, who's one of the biggest liars on the planet, that worked for one of the biggest liars on the planet, is a Christian. Because I think one of the tenets of Christianity is stop lying. But he's a political animal besides being an FBI informant. Everything that comes out of his mouth should be scrutinized. Just like Jesse Jackson, a congenital liar, can't help it, but yet he claimed to be a preacher. How do them two things go together? So you can see that the real religions, uh, in terms of the orthodoxy, were really the people that were being attacked. They put the fake pope in there. So he could kill uh, one of the largest congregations of Christianity, which happens to be the Catholic Church. He's there to kill it. Okay? That's what he's there for. And he's doing a hell of a job. All right? So you can see the real religious people 
I don't have to believe what they believe. I respect people's commitment to the things that they do. Hell, I respect my enemy. All right? Don't mean I don't want to cut his head off, but I respect him as my enemy. So it's no small coincidence that even in New York, that that mayor, that little bastard, de Blasio, told them Jews, you will have no more religious ceremonies. I don't care even if it's to honor somebody in death or we're going to lock your ass up. And guess what? Them synagogues ain't open. The mosque in this country ain't open. The churches in this country, if they open, they ain't hardly got no damn body in them because the politicians with the fake virus and told everybody, you ain't got no more religious rights. And these Negro politicians ain't open their mouth to any degree. They can march on every damn thing up under the sun. But when them politicians who's a real God, you 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 get the you get the opportunity, family, to see what these Negro ministers really believe in. They claim to believe in God, but they follow the orders of the politicians, because that's really what many of them are. They go to the politicians to get their papers to make them legitimate. And they do whatever the damn politicians tell them to do so they can get some free paved parking space in front of their churches. So when the politicians told them to shut down, all them Negroes shut down. If I'm lying, I'm flying. And you ain't heard a concerted word out of none of them. Go ahead, Beth. Couldn't even have service in their parking lot, in their cars. Exactly. But but Antifa and Black Lives Matter can go out here and burn shit down on a daily basis. No problem. No problem. You still ain't heard a peep out of them Negro ministers. And then if I point it out to them, they get mad at me. Well, and, which and, God and are you he, serving? Go ahead, Beth. And here in Michigan, the governor is opening up the casinos, but she's saying the the bars and things, they can't open on the inside, on the outside. And, you know, we have winter coming up pretty soon, so they're going to be shut down. But the casinos can open, but the churches and, and the bars can't be open. That is correct. No question sense. about it. It it, ne- it don't have to make sense. <laughs> it just goes to show you who really controlled them. See, I didn't agree with the civil rights movement, but I respected Martin King, right? Mm-hmm. Because he at least stood for something, whether you agree with it or not. And he was willing to go out there in the face of these rabid white people and get dogs turn on him and just, y- y'all know the story? 
You know why? Because he wasn't tied to no political party. Now, I mentioned Al Charlton and Jesse Jackal for a reason. Because both of them fake-ass Negroes are both tied to political parties and their whole relevance is based on those connections to them political parties. For instance, uh, Al Sharpton this past, you you heard about the Trump said that there was going to be no more uh, low-income places out in the suburbs. So no, I didn't. I didn't hear that. Yeah, he was telling the suburbs that they don't they're going to stop that low income people, you know, low income housing. So Shaq right. went on on MSNBC and said that he talking about black folks. Black folks can't come out in the suburbs. No more. He ain't said nothing about no color. He said low income. So what you saying is every black person in the suburbs is low income. That's pretty much cuz he has to make race Okay, and racism, that's the orders that they all been given. So it doesn't matter what he do. It's racist. It don't matter what the circumstance. Everything is racism with them because they've done their little focus. This is the psychological thing that always Mm -hmm. shows up. They've done their little focus groups, right? And they paid their, mm-hmm. the people that they paid to do them, them surveys, and they came up with certain things that they could use that would probably get people on their side. That's why there's a concerted effort that no matter what orange man do, they tried to tie it to racism. They immediately yeah. came out and said he was responsible for the death of George. That's Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> Why? Because he's a racist. You see, it don't and matter Derek, what he does. And Derek was saying what he was saying is not not going to be no more Section 8 housing. Well, that's still low income. Of course not. Uh, that's, yeah. That, but, I mean, they, yeah, I, he went on there. Black folks, I mean, there's a lot of white folks on Section 8. You damn black right. People on it, Section 8. It would shock people. And the other thing is, yes. they put in a lot they putting a whole bunch of Juan Valdez on them. Because guess what? Mm-hmm. When you go out in them suburbs now, at least here in Illinois, mm-hmm. man, they have literally took over some of the suburbs because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. ain't no room in the city. Yeah. I'm telling you what I know for a fact. Mm-hmm. Places that you, right. could, you could see them on the outskirts of some of these suburbs. Man, the whole suburb now. Yeah. Is all Hispanic and everything in it all Hispanic? So when we talking about suburbs, he could very well be talking about illegals like here in Illinois being given preferential right. treatment over the citizens here in Illinois, where you got all these right. homeless black people and white people, but ain't no homeless Mexicans. They get free housing right off the bat. Yeah, free medical, everything. Yeah, everything. But they make you jump through hoops. So of course Al Charlton is going to make it into be that because that's what they pay him for. It don't matter that he ain't got no constituency base, and he doesn't. Okay, that don't matter. 
But let me let me get let me get into Brave New World up there. I don't want to stay on that stuff because those people are, you know, they basically irrelevant. All right, he ain't gonna be here on this planet that much longer. You can't look as bad as he looked and think you're gonna mm-hmm. stay on the planet for any extended amount of time. Okay, I just want to make sure that when they put his ass in the ground, he stay there. I don't know. That's what I'm concerned with. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) So, you want to, we were talking about the cloning, right? Mm -hmm. And how uh, in the city of New London, it's systemic. Okay, and that they basically occupy the worker classes. But when this this white boy, John, from the Savage Land, is brought to New London, everything changes, particularly for them. All right? Now, the way he gets there is this white boy and this white girl, this is deep, family, the two of the three major characters besides John, one of them is called Lenina Crown. Okay? Lenina Crown. And the other white boy, who's a part of New London, who goes to the Savage Land and meets John accidentally because the savages decided to revolt while they were in the savage land. And they were, as I said earlier, people from New London would go to the savage lands because it was like a museum. They could see how uh, people used to live because the people in savage land who was the real people, like me and you, Bear, that's where we're going to be living. They're going to put our ass in the savage land. But we still uh, worshipped uh, deities, and we still got married, and we observed a lot of the protocols based on our ancestors. Well, in the city of New London, ain't no history, ain't no privacy, ain't no family, ain't no religion, ain't no money, and it's free sex for everybody as long as you have one of the upper levels. So that's in direct opposition to the savage land. So Lenina Crown and the other white boy, his name is Bernard Marx. Now, Bear, you got a you got a pen or something handy and some paper near you? Yes, I do. Okay, write this name down. Lenina. L E N I N A. Mm-hmm. Crown. C R O W N E. Mm-hmm. And then you got Bernard B R N A R D Marx M A R K M A R X Bernard Marx okay. okay because I'm gonna show you that both of those people the two of the three main characters are really metaphysical holograms. Hmm. And they actually represent Lenin and Marx 
mm, communism. I see it. I Look see at Lenina's yeah. name. Mm-hmm. Drop the eight. I see it. Yeah. And look at the last name of Bernard. Mm-hmm. It's Marx. So you got Lenin and Marx, or Marxist Leninism. And then look at her last name, Crown, which is Corona. All having to do with today. Now, if you really want to get metaphysical, let's look at Lenina again. And you take the L, the beginning letter, and the end letter, and you got La. And then read backwards from that, from the N-I-N-E, and what you come out with is the nine. Because La is the Latin feminine um, oh, what's the what's the word? I'm, it represents the feminine energy in Latin, which is what a lot of Spanish is based on. So when you identify a woman, it would be something like la chica, the woman. So la represents the in the feminine, and I forget the male. I think it may be. L-E. It's not pop, pop. Okay. I had Spanish I back it. in high school, but that was go ahead, man. Okay. No, I was just saying. Yeah, I hear a lot of the Spanish people calling got their uh, daddy and stuff, Papa or something, or the man. But you say it's yeah, L-E. but this is like the this is like a I prefix in Spanish and Latin okay. in general. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Like. L, and I I thought that's what it was, Tutmos. I just wasn't sure. The male prefix, when you see L in mm-hmm. Latin, like El Chapo, mm-hmm. that's the masculine prefix. Okay. They snuck Lenin and Marx into this because that's the foundation that goes all the way back to Plato and Socrates where communism originally uh, 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 begins. It don't begin a hundred years ago, damn near to the day in the 1920s, being pushed by the same people. Okay? Uh, Her last name is Crown, referencing Corona again. And that's why I say they are really metaphysical holograms. Because in the brave new world, you can pull up holograms once you put that computer thing in your eye. You can pull up holograms of anybody, anywhere, anytime, no matter what they're doing. Okay? Oh, these people are very, very sneaky, Bear family. Very sneaky. So a lot of times you got to look, as I keep saying, learn how to look through words and then read it because we've caught them over and over again. And this is just another example how they are embedding psychologically in your mind Lenin and Marx 
with these two main characters. But what happens is they go on a field trip, Lenina and Bernard Marx, from New London to the Savage Lands, but they go there at a time when the people in the Savage Lands are tired of being boo-booed on. So they decide to revolt using John. Okay? Everybody in the Savage Land pretty much assumes a position of becoming an actor for the people from New London who uh, go there for to tour, like tourists. So they act out certain things. All right? But they so fed up with these elitist people that one day in acting out what they normally do, one of the savages tells John that they want him to work with them to overthrow the elite from New London. So what they blackmail him into doing, uh, for reasons that will become clear later on, because John is really from New London, because that's where John's mother is from. And she tries to tell him this all his life, but he ain't never been to New London, so all he knows is the savage land. Okay? So now what happens is, when his mama was young, by the way, his mama is played by Demi Moore. Okay? Uh, as an old sex pot. All right? Why? Because she was born in New London. She went to the Savage Land back in the day with a guy who would subsequently become the director of New London later. But when they went there, she got lost, and he went back without her, but he got her pregnant. And remember now, nobody has babies in New London. All the babies are born in artificial wounds, genetically altered. Okay? So this is the origin of John the Savage, which is what they call him, John the Savage. But John the Savage is really from alpha lineage. Because the guy that became the director who impregnated his mama was an alpha, the top of the heap in the city of New London. And his mama's telling us all the time he's growing up, but he can't wrap his head around it. So he just goes on being a savage just like everybody else until uh, later on. Lenina and Bernard decide to go there, and now the people are fed up with it in the Savage Land. So they blackmail John, whose mama, again, played by Demi Moore, 
is an alcoholic because once she gets left, now she got to acclimate herself to this savage culture where she really originally comes from New London, where sex is like, you know, for everybody. Okay. So she uh, brings those tendencies. Once she gets left behind, she don't leave that sexual thing behind. So she becomes the village hoe. Right. And all the people hate her because remember family, in the savage land, they working off of the old protocols of family, history, religion, and that kind of thing. And she ain't into none of that. So she's so frustrated that she has the baby because ain't no abortion in savage land because they're religious people. Uh, she's so frustrated she becomes an alcoholic. All right? So now here's what happens. When uh, Bernard and Lenina go on their tour, they, the people in the savage land that's going to revolt, they threaten John because he's in charge of making props for the actors. So they want him to take the blank bullets and turn them into real bullets which he does under threat. They threaten to kill his mama. So while Lenina and Bernard are in the savage land undergoing their tour, the savages revolt and kill damn near everybody else that was on the tour bus with them, except for Lenina and Bernard. Bernard gets shot. But it's John the Savage and his mama that hide them out and save their lives on the condition that they take John and the mama back to New London with them. They agree to it. They manage to escape. They take John and his mama to the, back to the city of New London. The guy who uh, John's mama went to the savage land back years ago. He's now the director of the whole thing, the whole New London. He's like the president. They call him the director. And now he's got to try to figure out how the hell is he going to escape the scrutiny that he's going to get for getting a woman pregnant the old-fashioned way and leaving her behind in the savage land, okay? Anyway, John's mama is so happy to be back, but what she didn't anticipate was that now she's showing age. And ain't nobody old in the city of New London, so they look down on her because she's an old woman. Ain't no old people in New London. Nobody gets old in the brave new world. Okay? So, as opposed to drinking alcohol, she turns to start taking Soma, the drugs. Kills her. Okay? 
So now, that's just a backdrop. Okay? So let me go here to this article. Right? Because I want you to understand, family, what we are talking about is all of the drugs and the conditioning that take place in the city of New London is all based on psychological programming. The drugs are part of the psychological conditioning, okay? Everything that goes on from the moment you are born in the city of New London is a conditioning process such that the people automatically take the drugs based upon, uh, as I stated earlier, uh, uh, emotional things that may transpire with them, okay? If somebody says something that may they may consider emotional, they immediately take a certain color-coded soma drug, these little pills, okay? So now just keep that, that little backdrop in mind about John the Savage and his mama. Because when they test John, they find out, they don't know how, that he's an alpha. Okay? So now they got to try to figure out how in the hell is he an alpha, but he's a savage. And I, as I explained to you, his mama originally comes from New London and went to the Savage Land on a tour and got lost. And the guy who was with her, who is now the director of the entire place in New London, he left without her, left her there. So all throughout his life, she's been telling him that he's a royal lineage, being an alpha. And that everything that she's done is to try to get them back to the city of New London. So she becomes a lush, okay? And then when she goes to the city of New London, after making the deal with uh, Bernard and uh, Lenina, let's just call them Marx and Lenin, Marx and Lenin, or Lenin and Marx, okay? She made a deal with the communists. Uh, Lenina and Bernard and they take them back to the city of New London with them and from that point on the city of New London is never going to be the same again because now John after his mother dies okay certain things begin to happen to him because ain't nobody mourning because you don't mourn the death in the city of New London again because ain't nobody getting old at 60 years old, they just send you to the death chambers and you out of here. So to further illustrate what I'm talking about, let's go to Brave New World from this website called Spark Notes. Spark Notes. Okay? Now, here's what they say. Again, the article is entitled Brave New World. They say, and they go back uh, to dealing with, uh, well, they do some of uh, Aldous Huxley, but this this particular article is basically uh, focusing on 
if my memory serves me correct, uh, the movie. I, I don't know once I get into it, to be absolutely sure, because I, I got nothing in the same sequence. Because as I told you, family, uh, nothing, uh, the forms are uh, very different from truth to power forms. Because I got a, about 200 questions yesterday that I ain't going to get here during the form that took me around the world, as my people here normally do. Okay? Anyway, they open up the article by saying this. The novel, Brave New World, opens in the central London hatching and conditioning center, like a egg hatches. The director is giving a tour to a group of boys. The boys learn about the Bokanovsky and pod snap process that allows the hatchery to produce thousands of nearly identical human embryos. They call it a hatchery. Okay? They say during gestation, the embryos travel in bottles along the conveyor belt. Remember I was telling you, that's where Lenina works. She works in this factory that produces people. Okay? So the embryos travel in bottles along a conveyor belt and are conditioned to belong to one of five castes. Because the, the, the system of hierarchy is really a caste system based on the Greek letters alpha, beta, gamma, delta, or epsilon. Hey, Bear, what is the black female uh, sorority, what are, what are them sisters called? Is they the, the Deltas or something? I don't Thank know. Thank you, Bear. I'm not into that. Okay. You're absolutely correct. Now, consider where the Deltas are in Brave New World. You understand, black women? You understand what they really got in store for you? You damn near at the bottom with the clones. Don't fall for the hype. They say the alpha embryos become the leaders. Succeeding casts are conditioned to be slightly less physically and intellectually impressive. In other words, everybody below the alphas are conditioned to be less than. And again, that condition is reinforced with the drugs. Y'all wondering why the weed houses stayed open? while they closed down damn near everything else and the liquor store stayed open? The legalization of marijuana is the entree into Brave New World. They say, the Epsilons, stunned and stupefied by oxygen deprivation and chemical treatments, perform menial labor. Did you hear what they said, family? The epsilons are at the bottom of the caste system to make sure they stay there and then they're cloned to be workers. The epsilons are stupefied by oxygen deprivation going to the brain and chemically altering them genetically because they're to do nothing but perform menial labor 
whenever somebody breaks something or anything like that, nobody has to tell them to go and clean it up. They do it automatically. Kind of like the way black people were conditioned to respond to certain stimuli, like Democratic Party good, Republican Party bad. Okay? They've been conditioning you ever since they dropped MK Ultra out here, family, in the 50s. That's how long they've been conditioning black people to leave the Republican Party and go to the Democrats. Didn't matter if the Democrats were primarily uh, uh, Southern-oriented geographically and were the ones that was kicking our ass. It didn't matter. We was getting ass kickings in the North, too. But the ass kickings were pronounced in the South, where Martin King them you know originally started. That's why they started. Well, then was Democrats, and ain't very much changed since then. Okay, they just moved it up north a little bit. They go on to say, Lenina Crown vaccinates embryos destined for tropical climates. They say the director leads the boys to the nursery where they observe Delta infants being reprogrammed to dislike books and flowers. This conditioning makes Deltas docile and eager consumers. He then tells the boys, check this out, family. He then tells the boys about the Hypnopedic, hypnopedic, sleep teaching methods used to teach children morals. Okay? A whispering voice is heard repeating a lesson in elementary class consciousness. So, in other words, they catch them. During REM sleep, when you just getting ready to go, you know, when you had them out of body experiences mm-hmm. during your REM sleep, when you, you think you sleep, but you can still think and it's like you're wide awake, your eyes is closed, but you can still see everything. Right. That's called. Go ahead, Bill. No, I'm disagreeing with you. Yeah, that's called REM sleep. Well, Robert X. Why is that important? Because family, you got powers that are in you that you don't know anything about because this government has been programming us without the advent or before the advent of technology that allows them to use the cell phones. Okay. And a part of that was exposed in a a very little-known CIA program called the Gateway Process. Just Google the Gateway Process, family. Because, you see, you cannot have a brave new world without these people in in the intelligence community leading you there. That's what's going on right now. That's who's behind Black Lives Matter. I see it this from day one. And Antifa. All this rioting and stuff is being directed 
by the intelligence community connected in an alignment with the Democratic Party. Okay? So now, let's go here to show you why this CIA program called the Gateway Process is relevant to what I just got through reading you about the hypnopedic sleep teaching method. Uh, Dr. Robert X, I I want to tell the people that in 13 minutes we'll be off the air on the Internet, so you can listen on the telephone, and the number is 323-642-1586 if you want to continue to listen and if you want to call in and have a question or comment. Okay, go ahead, Dr. X. Wow, family. I'm sorry, family. Look, uh, I'm going to finish this part of this article. I'm going to go back to the other article. Uh, I talk too much. I promise you tomorrow, after we're through with meditation, we're going straight into this. But I had to kind of lay down some stuff so you could see. But we spent all that time talking about this worthless political thing. Uh, But this is is extremely important for you to understand because it's just another part of this entire conditioning process that's taking place, particularly uh, on television, but not exclusive to that, which is why we keep breaking down these television series, right? Because they're all conditioning processes. That's why you got Marx and Lenin in the names of two of the three main characters. Now, let's go and take a look at the gateway process, and you'll understand why we are starting at low-level meditation. I know some of you in the family are already higher up the food chain in terms of meditation. I got people around me that are higher up the food chain as well, okay? But for those who are not, we get you conditioned so that you can break the conditioning and teach your children how to break the conditioning. They say in this article, the title of it is CIA's Gateway Process Declassified. This is part one. It's from TheMedium.com. Here's what they say. They say the gateway process was a meditation lesson used to harness electromagnetic energy waves which come from their body, your body, family. It also taught them how to control brain waves and to use them to detach from time and space. Which is why I told you years ago, family, that I stopped wearing watches because that, that's fake time based on a battery that's in this thing you put on your wrist. And I I determined to pay more close attention to what's going on up in this thing we call the sky that we are directly connected to because we're intergalactic beings. That's going to become painfully clear as we go on, particularly when we open up the program tomorrow and get deeper into this, because all this is connected to the cowards in the brave new world, because that's all that inhabits in terms of the male the brave new world, until John gets there. And one man radically alters the entire society. That's why manhood is considered toxic. Does that remind you of Orange Man family? Let me continue. One man. I'm sorry, Bear. No, I'm listening. I understand. Okay. Now, so you can see they're telling you 
you add a capacity using the energy in you through meditation to remove yourself from the whole space-time construct. They say, as the body is turned into a coherent oscillator vibrating in harmony with the surrounding electrostatic medium, that's the ether, the domain of the black woman, the goddess needs, they say specific exercises allow the participant to build up the energy field surrounding their body. You know it as your aura, okay? By using energy from the earth's resonant field. We know it as the Schumann resonance, okay? That basically vibrates with the human heartbeat. The earth's vibration resonates, beats, vibrates at the same frequency as the human heart. That's the human resonance. Okay? They say the body then entrains because of this ability to resonate with it. Okay? They close by saying this. It's hard to miss what detaching from the time from time and space means. Fourth dimensional travel with all that it implies. That's heaven, you can go there. The afterlife, you can go there. In a different dimension, you can go there. This is what the CIA is telling us. Okay, once that gateway process got exposed, there's a movie called The Men Who Stared Goats that kind of deal with that. So let me go back to this last little piece here, and then I'm going to stop, and we just have to pick up tomorrow because I know the family probably got a lot of things they want to say. So remember now, they're at the city of New London, which is a hatchery. And you got a group of boys that's being shown, okay, little young boys, the hatchery. But then they leave the hatchery where the babies are conditioned and groomed, okay, the embryos, I should say, uh, in an assembly line process because ain't no babies born through no women no more. They're all born using technology, artificial uh, wounds and things of that nature. So they say the director leads the boys to the nursery where they observe a group of Delta infants. Remember, Delta is damn near at the bottom of the uh, uh, social system. They're being reprogrammed to dislike books and flowers. This conditioning makes the Deltas docile and eager, con- eager consumers because everybody is, conser- uh, is, is uh, being taught to be consumers in New London. He then tells the boys about the hypnopedic sleep teaching method used to teach children morals. A whispering voice is heard repeating a lesson in elementary class consciousness. They say the director shows the boys hundreds of naked children engaged in sexual play. Family. That's why in the school system, they're teaching the young boys 
at the age of seven years old how to have anal sex with each other because in the very near future, in the brave new world, it's not going to be verboten. That's why they try to legalize pedophilia. But they also want children to begin to have sex with other children as soon as possible. They say the director shows the boys hundreds of naked children engaged in sexual play. Mustafa Mund, or Mustafa Mund, one of the ten world controllers. Now, above the directors is this secret society that I mentioned earlier that lives underground, okay, with ten people that are responsible for creating the brave new world, the entire system. But they're all laying down in a group in a circle, allegedly dead, with the exception of one spot that's inhabited by Mustafa Munn. She's like the caretaker of everything. But what these 10 did in building the system was create an artificial intelligence system that basically created the entire construct of New London. Okay? Nobody knows about them but them. And Mustafa Munn the one person who's allegedly still alive, we won't know this conclusively until we get to the second season. But Mustafa Munn is a black woman. She's one of the 10 world controllers who introduces herself to the children and the director. And she explains the history of the world state, focusing on removing strong emotions, desires, and human relationships from society. Meanwhile, Lenina is talking with one of her girlfriends, a black girl, okay, named Fanny Crown. Y'all got it? So all the women, it looks like in her class, they're all crowns because Fanny is a black girl. Okay, so they both on the assembly line and they talking to each other, right? Because they are good friends. They go out and screw everybody together and then talk about it the next day. Because every day or every night, uh, it's an orgy going on. And these orgies are set up by another uh, high-ranking person in the city of New London. We'll get to that tomorrow. I don't want to, I'm just trying to keep everything so that you understand it all right now, family. So uh, Lenina is talking with Fanny Crown about her relationship with this guy named Henry Foster. He's another high-ranking alpha. Okay, because alphas can have sex with as many and whoever they want to. Okay? So uh, but you can't have sex with one person all the time. That's forbidden because you can't have any attachments to them. But uh, they are finding out because they all got that computer implant in their eye, which allows them to see who they've been having sex with. Okay? So Fanny, her friend, gets on Nina for going out with Henry exclusively for four months. 
and Lenina admits that she's attracted uh, to Henry, okay? Uh, but that means that she's got to visit her superior, who is Bernard Marx. She goes to his office, right? Uh, and he warns her about having relationships that are too close. And while he's warning her, of course, to prevent any kind of negative emotional response, he gives her Soma while she's in the office to take because that wipes away all emotion so that she incorporates what he says directly. And that's all that's necessary. Okay. So, uh, but Bernard, him and the director are really at odds with each other. Well, I know that's an emotional thing, but they ain't in each other's company. And when they do, they immediately start popping Soma. So the director wants to send Bernard away from the city of New London because Bernard doesn't live up to what the Alpha uh, is supposed to be about. He ain't having sex with a whole bunch of women and that kind of matter of fact, he kind of frail and thin and got a long pencil neck and uh, he just uh, 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 what do they call him? Uh, I mentioned it earlier. Um, uh, he's a poor excuse for a man even though he's an alpha. But he feels as though he should have a higher ranking in the city of New London. And I don't want to get too deep into this, so we'll stop right here and pick up where we left off because uh, I still got a lot right. to go. and I only, I only expected this to go two days, but uh, we'll try to get as much in tomorrow as we possibly can. I know I'm used up all the time. So we can stop right here and then we'll take some, some questions and comments, Sister Beth. Okay. Give give out your information. Yeah, you can contact me at mccrayr nine five nine nine at yahoo.com. And by the way, family, I'll mention this again uh, in upcoming weeks. We're going to have another forum on August 16th at the same place. August the 16th. I'll give all the details on that next week. Okay. All right. All righty. And don't forget to send your donations in, uh, family, so Dr. Robert X can keep his research up. And he has a GoFundMe page, uh, Robert McGray. Uh, it's his GoFundMe page. Let's go to 313-739. Let's go to um, 937-365. Hey, family. Thanks for taking my call this evening. Uh-huh. Hotel goddess. Thanks for calling. Hey. Uh, yeah, I got a question. Uh, now, is that a new movie you're recommending? Uh, it's a television series. It's okay. a part of the new uh, addition to the CBS, uh, CBS, to the NBC oh, okay. network. 
lot of what you're talking about sounds like, okay, several movies, Equilibrium, where they want to take away all the emotions and feelings. Yes, um, I saw it. You're talking about the color thing. I watched a show. I sent you a couple. You and sent your best couple links. Movies called Fast Color and Darkest Minds. How people have all these gifts and stuff, and then they just take all the kids away and start to classify them and keep them on different, mm-hmm. you know, um, places, or, and they don't have parents anymore. You know, mm-hmm. um, just like they did with uh, Hannah. That movie Hannah, same way they did when they were training these kids to be killers or whatever. It's just right. It sounds there, very, there's very one difference. There's one difference with this, and this difference cannot be overlooked, and that is, Aldous Huxley was a part of the control system in this country. He was real, okay, and the Brave New World was his. Uh, written account of what he saw would take place. Wow. And if you look at what's going on, that's why I keep naming all these things that are happening right now. They all fit within that construct. So we're heading straight to that unless the people stop it. Go ahead, guys. I'm sorry. Who is his name? Aldux Huxley. A-L-D-O-U-X. D-O-U-S. Huxley. H-U-X-L-E-Y. His brother set up UNESCO in the United Nations that's been sterilizing people all over the planet because all of these people are eugenicists. And that's the basic foundation of the city of New London in the brave new world. Yeah, and that's what what's that man, Alan Dershowitz? they all Jews. They're all Hungarian, Russian, Germanic Jews. They and they don't believe in God. I mean, I sent you a video a while back. Soros says it in the video. He doesn't believe in God, but guess what? They believe that they are God. I that can is correct. You that. No question about they, it. We know the truth. We know what's going on, and we're going to keep you all in a shell as lo- much and as long as we can. The hardest part is, I know you're saying people are waking up. I'm still not. Seeing some of it, church people. Then you are have just to explain so to me. I know what you're saying, Goddess, but then you have to explain to me why they are saying that 50 percent of the black people approve of what Donald Trump is doing. Where, where? I don't know anybody in it. I see it on all the hate on Facebook every day. I'm like, wow, you know. Can't you guys uh, look? Look at where you look, now. We need now, Biden. Hold, hold on. That's the whole goal. I got you. I got you. Hold on right there, because let me show you. Let me show you where you at. You locked in the prison of social media. It's not real. You see where you're getting it from? You may as well turn on CNN, because when you when you participate in social media, you basically are participating in CNN. It's the same well, I don't people. listen to any of them. I'm listening to how I see. I'm looking at how I see people participating into what you're talking and speaking about, and it's like you can't pull them out of it. <laughs> okay, now watch this. They block watch me, this. See? and I'm just like, okay, okay, you'll see. You'll see, I keep saying this. Four years ago, I couldn't make nobody hear nothing I had to say. My friend about Orange Man. Right. Four years later, I ain't got to open my mouth. You should have been at the forum yesterday. You would have a totally different opinion. 
when the brother that I mentioned earlier was basically frowning on Orange Man, I didn't have to say nothing, really. The people in the forum immediately said, this dude has done more for black people than Barack Obama even attempted to. You know why that is? They, because they're working with an updated database and they ain't watching CNN. Because the brother immediately said, I asked him, where did you get that from? He said, well, I watched, I saw it on CNN. I CNN is part of the propaganda movement out here that's basically lying to people on no end. Facebook, Instagram, they kicking off everybody, doctors, lawyers, and everybody else that disagree with them. So you cannot use that as any kind of metric to measure support. Because if you support Orange Man, they kick your ass off. Oh, yeah. I got blocked. They ain't having it. For 48 hours. They blocked me. They I couldn't see yes. nothing. That's right. So you cannot use social media as any kind of metric to judge what's going on. You got to get away from that, which is what I've been screaming at people, and find alternative yeah, I outlets. Am. I got people yeah, to participate. Text and emails. Yeah, I'm I'm moving away from it. I'm glad I am because it's such a relief. It pulls something of your energy out of you. You know, it makes you angry. That's what it's for. It makes people a angry. Zombie. People don't what do is it. that? What was that TV show? <laughs> Walking Dead. Yeah. Yes. That's Walking it. Dead. So that's... my other question to you, real quick, is: What do you yes. think about? And I gotta say this. I gotta make a comment. And okay. I don't know if we really even focused on this too much. I can't remember. Instagram. Somebody sent me. They still see you, even though you tell them to stop seeing you stuff. They still seeing you stuff. Jeffrey yep. Epstein supposed to be in private. What is that? Private um um something Department of Justice. There's the one that had the whole setup, and I didn't feel right about it. I can remember you saying something about this doesn't feel right, and I didn't feel right about it. It's just the way it's supposed to happen that he's supposed to have died, but they're saying that this is how they're getting to the he's, Maxwell lady. He's in protective custody. Yeah, they and protect. Yeah, that's dead. the word. Yeah, I, I never felt him dead. I mean, that's just me. I never felt him dead. And I yeah, said, "Yeah, I didn't feel it." That's what I meant. Thank you, Sister Beth. Ooh, you so wanted. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm just like, I like, I, I couldn't get the, I couldn't even get the words out. It's like a, a mental block or something. But um, uh, and just one other thing. I was wanting to question you about, oh, okay, and I know we haven't talked about this yet, but I'm hearing this in some of the uh, Hebrew circles or whatnot. They're watching mm-hmm. the signs at the time from the Bible and stuff. Uh, Trump and the new, what's the new temple? They saying if the red, if they find a, a GMO red heifer because there ain't no red heifer that even exists or if they come up with one, then it's trouble. So I'm looking well, at me... what's coming metaphysically, and I'm looking at what's coming that they're forcing to make biblical stuff happen. Yeah, uh, we talked about That's the Red called... Heifer some years ago. Uh, okay. And that there are people who are saying that they actually have a Red Heifer, and there are people who are saying that they don't have it just yet. Okay. okay? So a lot there's still some things that are yet to be fulfilled. But I guarantee you, 
if that red heifer, like other things, manifests itself, you won't have to go looking. You won't have to guess. They're going to throw it in your face. And don't, I wouldn't be a bit surprised if they don't genetically alter, okay, uh, a cow and, uh, uh, and, and turn it into a red heifer. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be a bit surprised. Uh, as far as Jeffrey Epstein, I see it from day one, and I'm going to repeat it again. I don't know if he's alive or dead, but that's not the important point for me. The important point for me is what was he involved in? And who well, was he involved he was in it with? Wasn't he CIA or Mossad or whatever? Yeah, he was both of those. But he was also heavily involved with people from MIT. Okay? He was involved mm-hmm. with apparently abducting children on his island and allegedly doing experiments on them in that temple. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. he was connected to these people who are eugenicists. Right. He was connected to people at the apex of Harvard University. Mm-hmm. And given outstanding uh, uh, access to people at the very top of Harvard University. Financing stuff that they was doing. And that's what yeah. they really want to shut down because that's going to lead, uh, I believe, directly to his participation in the systemic experimenting on children. Yeah, that's, that's why I, I, I believe when they say that he has protective custody. So, we'll, I mean, we'll never know, but, he, you know, he, yeah. he was too connected. Okay, let's go to 77... Three eight nine five seven seven three eight nine five. Hey, what's going? Better love, y'all. How y'all doing tonight? Better, Better love. love. Hotel brother, Dad. Man, you know how many times you mentioned the name John and Jonathan tonight, and there's some metaphysical stuff going on with that. I'm gonna be real. How quick. many? Now I I gotta <laughs> go back to the brother from Orlando, from the Orlando Magic. Um, they're down in um Orlando, Florida, which is where it's either Walt Disneyland or Walt Disney World is. But anyway, I went back and did some research real quick. Now, I thought it was strange. Now, he did his little protest Friday, and right after that, his jersey sales went out the roof. And they were saying that I have an article here that was saying that his jersey was second in sales behind LeBron James. That is correct. He and he only been in the league for a year. Exactly. But now, all of a sudden, he gets hurt last night and tears his ACL. Now he's out for the season. Something's right. Like, I'm not saying it's a fake injury. I'm not saying it at all, but something is off with that story. And to go back to the point you were talking about where he was ordained minister, and he was, what, he was the only player that refused to wear that, that Black Lives Matter T-shirt. Then we're talking right. about with the brave new world, how religion is outlawed. And then we're talking right. about all the churches and synagogues over here being outlawed in this country, especially what the mayor did here in Chicago with sending sending um the SWAT team out to close down that church. Bruh, metaphysically, right. this is all connected. That story, what happened with that brother, is connected to what's going on now. I That's believe you're I, right, Derek. Because um, I, didn't, I, I did, didn't know about him until yesterday. Right. I After mean, I got I home. At it, but I, I, the story, but I didn't. But like I said, it, 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 
you know, these, these stories, I mean, you can't make up stuff like this. But now, right. going back to um, the show real quick, now, I did watch a couple of episodes, and what was interesting, when I watched, after I watched the first episode, like I said, learning about um, the, the first, the two main characters, the Beatles mm-hmm. came up in my head. I'm like, why the, why the hell am I thinking about the Beatles? And so I went back and pulled up the series cast list and the name of the characters. Now, John the Savage and Lania Crown. Now, right. if you take if you take like with Lanita, if you take her first name and switch out two of the letters and add um, two N's and an uh, O N, you got John Lennon. Yeah, but you, here's the problem: you, you can't uh-huh. add anything. You can right, only move right. the letters I, I around. Know, bro, I know, I know. But for some reason, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. for some reason, it was in my head. And then, like I yeah. said, with, then we're talking about the series being in um, New London, and then the Beatles was from um, Liverpool, England, whatever. But right. Yeah. But now, um, one more thing, I'm gonna get off the line. I got into it with my neighbor early, um, late this morning, over a math. I was out there doing my yard. And I know you had mentioned mentioned the um the weather and stuff earlier. Now it was supposed, like you said, yeah, it was like the temperature had dropped twenty some degrees. But the way I it felt out there this morning, it was still humid. But anyway, I'm mm-hmm. out there doing my yard, and then um one of my neighbor friends comes over to see him. He's been retired, you know, he still worked at the post office and stuff. And so they're gonna come right. and ask me how come I ain't got my mask on. I let them have it, both of them. And I hated to do that, but you know, especially that they were older than me, but they were around your age group. And I'm like, where right. am I getting the shit from to talk about this mask and everything? They had to sit down and think about it. But then his friend right. was like, well, regardless of what you say, I believe this, 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 now. I'm like, you know, then I have friends that, and I, and you know, it just came out my mouth. I'm like, so they did. So what? What does that have to do with them think you thinking that this virus is real? Then he said something else and walked off, and my neighbor looked at me. He was like, man, you kind of right, but I still believe this virus is real. With it. I'm like, okay, we got to understand it. You go about your way, and I go about mine. But, man. No, know what you do, Derek? This is some advice. Here's what you do. Uh, next time you see that one that agrees with you, because you, you, you got 50%, that's good. You got one out of two, that's good. Mm-hmm. Now, Next time you see him, make sure he kind of yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Make sure you got some information to drop on him. But that's the whole point. A lot of of the stuff we talked about the forum yesterday. I'm telling them, but it's like the programming. Now I don't know if they're on social media, anything like that. But like I said, these are brothers within your same age group, and so the way they're talking, they they watching that damn news. But I like understand. Saying, I believe right. me. They're not unique to almost everybody you're going to run into in the black community because mm-hmm. they stuff come right, right. off TV. Right. But you still, you are an exception. So you still have to teach in every circumstance that you come in contact with. And if you can't, just say nothing. Go right, on about your business. On. It's the same way with this with the, the sisters at your place of employment. Okay? Eventually, mm-hmm. things are going to happen where they're going to come knock on your door. Uh, Brother Derek, I remember you were saying this and this and this. Because, see, the first thing you're supposed to do when they come to you is give them the remedy for coronavirus. 
And I just took some right before you uh, before y'all took my call too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I took of that stuff today too. Yeah, of, of uh, of what? The zinc. The zinc. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. You got the liquid. Mm-hmm. That's a lot, man. I don't know how much that is in terms of the milligrams by the the teaspoonfuls, but uh, your body will let you know when you got enough. Right, right. Like I said, I'm i following the directions. Like the the what the, the particular brand I have, it says I can take up to two to four a day. You know, I like okay. I said, I know they're all different. You know, like okay. I said, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna over overdo it. But yeah, and the thing yeah. was, I had it took me I had to wait three months to get that because it was out of stock. Wow. Did you get that from it's the all... from the Meta Center? Did you get it from the medicine? Not, not, not Dr. Got... Bill's uh, Blair's website, the other one, the, um, oh, I forgot, the secretenergy.com. I got it from okay. that one. Okay. And their store okay. is in Mesa, Mesa, Arizona. And I get the colliding, I get the colloidal silver and copper and stuff from Dr. Bill's um, website, the medicine. I get it from that one. Excellent. But even with the stuff Excellent. going on with the post office, the mail is still slow. And, I went to two. I had to mail some stuff off today, and I had to go to two or three post offices, and both of the lines was going out the door. And now I know, man. Yeah, everybody was asking like, "What's what's going on?" Same thing at Best Buy. I've been through that twice. So something's going on, bro. Yeah. Now just imagine the election. Just imagine that. With mail-in voting, mm-hmm. and the post office is as slow as it's ever been that I can ever remember. Right. Well, that's that's where the Republicans is crying, uh, and I think Trump and checkmated them because he just put in a, a new postal ma- postmaster. Wow. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He just put. And this postmaster never worked at the post office. You know, usually they come up in, in rank. He never right. worked at the right. post, post office before. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Oh, one more, one more mm-hmm. thing before I go. Um, I'm not. I'm not gonna do this again. Best Buy, um, the one one of the ones here. Now what they're doing before you go in the store, they ask you what you're buying and what your name is before they let you into the store. Now along with wearing the mask now. I don't know how oh, many other no. stores well, are doing that, but Best Buy is doing that too. Data. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they wouldn't get a dollar from me. Oh, no. Oh, Not one dollar. It's real simple because you know what? If you notice, there's been several uh, businesses that have did a, a 180. Okay? They was pro-Black Lives Matter, but guess what happened? The people <laughs> NBA and NFL and uh, National Baseball League them, and they stopped patronizing them. And Gillette Razorblade, the same mm-hmm. thing happened to them, and a number yeah. of other corporations. They went against the wishes of the people and tried to push that on that fake agenda, and they asked them they went out of business. So they That's had to come back to and reverse their decision. I think that just happened at Trader Joe's, if I'm not mistaken. That's all you got to do. Hold yeah. your money. That's hold it. Yeah. That's, that's all. It's just that yeah. simple. Thank you, Derek. 
All right. Thanks. Hotel. Better love. Thanks for the comments, Brother Derek. Better love. love. Hotel. Okay. Let's go to 347-805. That check. 347. Is your mute on? Yes, it was. I'm just talking. Peace to everyone. Peace. (laughs) Hotel, Brother Ted. Better love to all y'all, man. Um... I don't see the post office being around too much longer. Uh, I give it maybe a decade. It'll have to seriously be reorganized, though. But there's no way they're going to remove the money and keep stamps. You know, so it's going to have to... Those stamps got to go. The stamps are real money. Um, Yeah, yeah. Darwin's Bulldog was Thomas Huxley. And this is... um. The Patriarch to the Huxley family. Mm-hmm. He wrote a book in the early, mid-1800s. It's called Evidence as to Man's Place in Nature. And in this book, you get your missing link. Um, think, you know, missing link. You know, they, they can't come from black people. It had to be some some Neanderthal or hominid or somebody else. Yeah. You get, the, <laughs> you get that from him. Right, so um, yeah, this is um where Huxley comes from, uh, and um, Darwin called it development theory. And after mm-hmm. Huxley expounded, he expounded on um Darwin's work. Huxley named it the theory of evolution. So that's where that mm-hmm. comes from too. And he also created the X Club. This is a secret society. It's called the X Club. That it's was directly connected. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, Tut. It was directly connected to the cybernetics, that cybernetics movement, the X Club. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And it goes way back in history, way back in history. Yes. Um, yes. And um, one of the, the other people that comes up, you know, anytime you look at Huxley, um, around the same time, you got Galton, Sir Francis Galton. Yep, Samuel Galton, that's right. And he's a part of this X Club. He his his lineage gets mixed up into it, but this is the creator of eugenics, the Francis yep. Galton. He created the world, yep. but it's all started from Darwin's theory, which Huxley expounded upon, and Darwin took up, and then it just goes up today. Who's in charge now? Bill Gates. It's the same yep. people. Yeah. Um, Bill Clinton uh, at the memorial for John Lewis used it as a prime opportunity to take some shots at Stokely Carmichael. Um, trying to compare. Yeah, man. Yeah, it took shots at him. Don Lewis was a good man, unlike that Stokely Carmichael, who did everything the wrong way. John, you know, John Lewis did it the right way. You know, so just um, Bill Clinton never ceases to amaze me. Um, you and know, this is right when they this is right Exposed. when they released the information about him being on that island with Epstein with the two mm-hmm. little babies. Absolutely. Absolutely. Unbelievable. And, you know, yeah, and I'm not a big fan of John Lewis myself, but um, totally disrespectful driving that man over to Edmund Pettus Bridge where he got his head bashed in on. You know, totally disrespectful, yep. man. Um, they got a, a dude rapper shooting a female rapper. You seen this, man? Well, say that again. You had a male rapper shoot a female rapper for breaking up with him, man. Come on, <laughs> man. 
Yeah, man. The, the female rapper, her name's. It, it could. It, everything shows that it's a she, but you know. But her name is um Megan the Stallion. Um, and the the, the Bill rapper, his name is um Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez. He about like he about like four foot two, and she like six. Unbelievable. Feet, you know what I'm saying? But um, either way, that they had a party, and he shoots her in both her feet, man. Why she wiping his butt? Why she wiping his butt? Well, I don't know. I mean, but damn, brother, you pulled out a gun on a female. Yeah, man, he was shot in her feet. Yeah, yeah, like it was like he said, "You ain't you leaving me? <laughs> no, you not. You know what I'm saying? Shot in both her feet, man. Shot in her pinky toes. You know what I'm saying? Like um, <laughs> unbelievable. Now on top of that, we got rappers shooting each other. Then we got a fake DJ running around with guns, calling themselves the Not Fucking Around Coalition. Now, who expects somebody? Mm. Sound like a rat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the NFAC. And uh, holding major armed protests in major cities like Atlanta and Louisville and taking, um, man, talking about now, they want to harm black people who's talking bad about their leader, Grandmaster J. You know what I'm saying? I said he's a fake DJ. But Grandmaster J. Yeah, they have a rally in um Saint um no that's uh, in Louisville, and two or three of their members get shot, um uh, for holding the firearms the wrong way and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Don't make the news. You don't got Rush Limbaugh talking about this, Tucker Hannity, the Fox, no New York Post. Like, are you serious? None of the conservatives is talking about this. This is a setup, man, and um. You know, Grandmaster J. Day one, Tut. Go ahead. Sounds like a sounds like a black clansman, man, who still calls themselves Grandmaster. Uh, now, one person has come up and said they served in the military with this dude. He keeps swearing he was this big shot military guy, and you don't have one person come up and say, well, "That's my man." Yeah, we served together or nothing. Fake. You know what I'm saying? He said he was um, named Grandmaster by Grandmaster Flash back in the He's one of the origins of hip-hop DJing, right. he says. Grandmaster Flash is like, yo, I've never seen this dude before. Then he said, yo, I was DJing with Jazzy Jeff. Jazzy Jeff was like, yo, I've never seen or heard of this dude. And then uh, he was selling a DJ mix toy, you know, and then all of a sudden he's the leader of Black Lives Matter. And then he runs for president in 2016 against Black Lives Matter as an all-lives matter candidate. Y'all need to watch his this dude is Barack Obama talk. Like, forget all this tough talk. Yeah, that's the act. He's eloquent. You know what I'm saying? He's trained. Right. You know what I'm saying? So now all of a sudden he's walking around with all these black people, going to these um, cities in the South, walking around with guns, and then getting all these young boys to join up to get slaughtered. Okay? Because the whites, white people all over YouTube, because the dude's not in the mainstream at all. He's only on social media. All over right. YouTube, the, the white groups is making fun of them, looking at, look how they march, look how they hold their guns. You know, white people experts on that stuff. Like, yo, these dudes is easy targets. Then they got a bunch of females with them. Like, are you serious, bro? So this dude is dangerous, man. He's well-funded. He's police-backed. And 
I can't say it enough. How is the mainstream media missing him with all the journalists they got? And this dude was holding an arm rally in Louisville with the doggone mayor with him. Come on, man. Like, <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable, bro. I said from day one, when I heard about this guy, I got videos from uh, uh, several people in the family before any of this rioting and stuff really started. And I said then to myself, man, I hope the family can see through this because I've seen this movie before. I said it right here on Truth to Power. Mm -hmm. But I tell you, he's running around with these brothers uh, supposedly armed, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, man, that's like Roz in Seattle. Or, yeah, in Seattle. Oh, mm-hmm. Without the army. Yes, sir. Same flavor. Yeah, okay, well, come out of nowhere and then disappear. Yeah. But this sure. guy's been for the last few, for about a month now, marching around the different cities looking for somebody to shoot. Can't mm-hmm. find nobody. Absolutely, yeah. No, <laughs> unbelievable, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw the NBA started, and I doubt they finished the season. Uh, not due to the coronavirus, but it could be. But um, yeah. Forget the stupidity with the Black Lives Matter on the court and all the players wearing jerseys that read all the every Negro cliche ever created. You got a dude with a jersey saying, <laughs> I am a man. Dude with a we shall overcome on the back of his jersey. They got a brother with I can't breathe and another brother with hands up. Don't Like, are y'all serious, man? But either way, So man. this is the – wait, 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 wait. They don't have their names? No, they opt out of putting their names on the jerseys and put whatever they want on the back of it. One of the players wanted to put fuck the police, and they told him, you can't do that. Then he had to come out and apologize. I think it was Dane Lillard, but I can't be wrong. I could be wrong, but it was one of them. That's what he wanted to put on his jersey, and they, they told him no. He said, but y'all said we could put whatever we want. But then, you know, of course, they made him come out and apologize and all that. But, yeah. They got, everybody got justice or most of them got Black Lives Matter. And a few of them, you know, I I am a man. Every cliche they ever, you know what I'm saying, came up with and marched with, they got it on their um, jerseys, bro. Like watching a cartoon or something, huh? Yeah, bro. It's worse. This is the cartoon part. They got digital fans, bro. I said, oh, shoot. Never seen y'all. They put these huge screens where the fans would be, like where the stands are, and actually got people standing there watching the game. <laughs> you can see their face. And I said, "Oh shoot!" I said, "Oh." Now they see once they put digital fans, then they don't need your players. They could just make digital players. Like this is the setup. But um, and the what I'm seeing is, yo, they could literally put you in a in a seat without you being there. You could be in your living room and they could sell you seat, you know, roll 5B and you buy the tickets online and then put your virtual reality glasses and see the game from that view of that seat. You get what I'm saying? But you're not yes, at sir. the game physically. Yeah, they could do this. I'm like, yo, they might have a good, this might be a pretty smart idea they came up with. Watch this, Tuck. Watch mm-hmm. this. 
How about if they hold a particular kind of contest, since there are no more players physically, and allow for each player to be, or each contestant, the winners, to be the embodiment of some of the players, be it they live or dead, playing now or retired. But those people who win the contest in the virtual world can literally become that player with all the skills and moves that that player has, but it's the person that won the contest that's literally becoming the player. Like you're interactive. On there, yeah. They got that right now. Me and Ramon was just talking about it like last week. You could buy the tokens into the players. Right, well, even the, the dude from the Nets, he put his whole contract and created a blockchain around his contract and started selling tokens based off of his, you know, let's just say $10 million contract over the next four years and was able to, you know, make money until the coronavirus shut the season down. It was actually uh, something that would have worked. Like, oh, swear. I know who you're talking about. I know oh, who you're talking about. Can you call no, his no, name? No, no. Dick Whittle, Din, Dinwiddie. Yeah, Dinwiddie. Yeah, yeah. yeah you could totally Good player. Do that now with the um, what they're trying to do is make it so in the video games you could actually buy stake in the player. You know, like um, yeah, Ramona tell you better because he was telling me about it and I did some research on it. Like, wow, you know what I'm saying? But right. um, your man LeBron, man, he defended China. Now Hong Kong, all the people in Hong Kong, in my opinion, are sellouts. They belong to China. Yeah, I lost it. Listen, the treaty is over, okay? I had to go back to China in 1997. How long y'all going marching down the street? Pissed off. Y'all communists now. Get over it. Start driving on the right side of the road, okay? But the people, the, <laughs> the, the, the um, Uyghur people, man, the, the Uyghurs, the Uyghurs, they, they living in, um, they call them not concentration camps, re-education camps. You understand? And these are the people making all of your straight slave labor, making all the coronavirus masks for everyone in the world. Um, total surveillance. The only people under more surveillance than these people are us. You know what I'm saying? Like That's total true. Surveillance. And um, the Uyghur people, these are the, um, uh, all of a sudden, all these videos started popping up on YouTube with this um, mud flood stuff and talking about these Tartar people. These are the right. Tartars. These are the Uyghurs. You know, they were called the Golden Horde or the Mongols at one right. time. Right. And now they, they're the, you know, they're ethnic minority in China, even though they look just like the rest of them to us. They could tell each right. other apart, I guess. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. these people here, that's where you should be standing up for. Because that could easily be us tomorrow. And, no um, doubt about it. Camps, you know what I'm saying? Everything you were just reading about the brave new world and all that. This is they, these people are literally living that right now. You know what I'm saying? That's right. In the sun, on the they got a um got them handcuffed and shackled, sitting on rocks and on their knees. I mean, you know the pain they gotta be in and gotta sit there for hours every day if they did it went jaywalked or did anything wrong. And this is in China right now. All satellite. And if you get out of line. They'll just disappear you and sell your organs. Yeah. Sell your organs. 
Mm-hmm. That's it. But um, the Thanks. thing I think that this is the last thing, but I'm just gonna say the thing okay. I think that's gonna shut down the NBA is a hurricane. One hurricane in Florida, Disney World is gonna have to shut down. I mute myself. Peace. Excellent Thanks comments, Tut. Uh, the only thing that I would disagree with is your last comment. I think that because they think they're in that bubble, that somehow they're gonna be immune because they think that nobody's gonna get in and nobody's gonna get out. But you and I both know how contraband gets in prisons all day, air day, as they say, right? And here's what's going to happen. One person going to test positive, just like in baseball, even though baseball wasn't in no uh, bubble. Uh, and the whole thing is shut down because that means all the players on the team got to be quarantined. All the officials got to be quarantined. So that's going to end that. It's done. I heard that they wasn't let you know how the players uh, in between games and travel they can go home and come back you know they no, can't none of that. that they basically got to stay there now through the whole uh, game you know season that that's right yeah through the season but mm-hmm. here's mm-hmm. the deal I just got through saying we know the best laid plans of mice and men often go astray watch. Some somebody gonna get in there that ain't supposed to get in there, right? Yeah, yeah. Do whatever means, and next thing you know, one player—that's all it takes. One player mm-hmm. come up positive, and the whole thing got to be shut down because of their own crazy rules that say you got to quarantine for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let me go to. Nine three eight nine hundred. Nine three eight nine hundred. Peace family. How y'all doing? Hotel family. Better love. Yeah. Better love, better love. Y'all can hear me okay? Yes, sir. Okay, yeah. Um I really didn't expect to to say anything, but I you know, I'm just gonna add my my little uh two cents. Um unfortunately um, I got hit with the virus <laughs> here recently. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I spent. I just got out of the hospital uh, Friday evening. I was in there about almost ten days, and um, interesting. You know, interesting when you you actually go through something. You know what I mean? Um, how your perspective changes. Um, you know, before it happened, <clears throat> I was like a lot of people thinking, you know, this thing is it's not real. You know, of course, having a lot of questions, what's what's really going on? Because you know, we we all know it is suspect. You know, a lot of this is is suspect. <clears throat> but I would say what the the conclusion that I reached. Just you know, in the, in this process, mm-hmm. is, yeah, yeah, we, it, yeah, it is real. <clears throat> but I think, I think we, a lot of us who are, are conscious of, of, of and see a lot of what's going on, I think it's 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 been difficult to accept that these people are you really using this thing as biological warfare. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I think that what this virus 
is, or whatever you want to call this virus, or COVID-19, 5G, whatever the it is, yeah. I personally believe it's biological, it's chemical warfare. And I think that, I mean, even for my, you just, it's, it's hard to believe that these people would actually use chemical warfare against the people. But, of course, when we do it historically, it's, it's nothing new. You know, we can go back. Exactly. To the, blankets, the blankets, the smallpox, they will they will use chemical warfare, you know, and, so, and they have. Of course, they've done it many other times. <clears throat> that's right. But just, I got some questions for you, brother. I do, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, let ahead. me ask two no. first, Bear. Very yeah. short go one. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. What, what were you doing? Were you doing anything health-wise before you got coronavirus? For instance, were uh, you okay. aware of the of the four things that we talked about people could use as a preventative? Oh, that that those things are true. I was I was guilty at not doing anything, just sitting back observing. <laughs> Instead okay. Of being gotcha. Instead of being proactive and actually doing the things, getting the uh, I can't remember what the the the, 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 the hydro I can't remember. The, the hydroxy the hydro- I got you. Right. That's what yeah. I wanted to ask them. Yeah, and uh, uh, it was something else that you talked about the websites were. Uh, uh, I can't remember what it is. You you'll say it in a second. But no, I was, yeah. I was planning, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. had the intention, I'll get it, you know what I mean? But one thing I will say is, and, and they've said it, it's, what, it's exposing people with this, who, who already have these quote-unquote pre-existing conditions. What right. That, what in simple terms, what pre-existing condition means is you effed up. You were in bad health. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Uh, That's while right. While I was in there, while I was in there, which really was no surprise, cover I'm, I'm diabetic, which is you know, I I kind of you know I had an idea over years. You know, sugar a little high. You know, you know, right. years, a, little, a, little, a little overweight. You know, and, and eat kind of okay. You know, it's it's okay, <clears throat> but I got exposed. You know, I had not only that, but for example, with diabetes and the and the issues that come with diabetes, it just made a heyday for this it this COVID to manifest. One of the things that I would bet that the the pre existing condition, I was dehydrated, like a lot of Americans. Drinking the mm-hmm. sweet tea, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Soda. I was dehydrated. So, and what happened is when it hit my system, that, you know, they talk about the oxygen levels. I wasn't yeah. getting any oxygen. I wasn't getting any oxygen uh, to the to my body, to my brain, you know what I mean? And Because it feeds on oxygen. It feeds oxygen. Exactly. Yes, exactly. That's why I wonder they so afraid and panicky in the in the hospitals because 
what they call your saturation levels, your oxygen levels, they, they want them right. to be above 90%. But when you're not getting any oxygen, those levels, that's why they start panicking and putting you on the breathing machines. And which happened they put to you me, on a ventilator? Not a ventilator, a, a breathing machine. Okay. Yeah, that's why, yeah. It, it doesn't breathe <laughs> for you. It, it helps you. What, what they told me, they put, I was on a BiPAP machine, like a, yeah. like a CPAP that, you know, people would sleep back mm-hmm. in. Yeah. <clears throat> so what it did, it, uh, according to what they were telling me, it inflates the lung. It, it opens up the lung, you know, like we're supposed to naturally inhale and, and open up our lungs. And, you know, your alveoli in your lungs, which is just a little air sacs, that's what yeah. I'm in. So, so, so the, the machine opens up the lung and basically cut, blow away the fluid in the lungs. Right. So that's why they'll say we have um, uh, pneumonia. See what what, but but if you have COVID, they'll say they'll call it COVID versus pneumonia. Mm-hmm. I think. Just in my terms, just my experience, you know, just listening to everything and what I was going through, listening to the doctor, it's almost like <clears throat> the COVID is, I, I would say, it's kind of like an activator. Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and it's, all, it's all based on the symptoms because we know that you have the so-called asymptomatic people, they're not affected. Right. And they'll, still have, they'll still supposedly have COVID. That's but, right. Uh, so if you so it's all symptomatic, but what happens is is if it activates whatever is in you, I think it's I think it's the inflammation personally, because you know inflammation in our body is a, that's a a big issue in, uh, in this. Yeah, well, that's what to, it does. Yeah, you're right. It's it, all inflammation. Yes, and I think all of it. But yes, I got my one think, my other question. I got one yes, more question sir. for you. Yes, Besides sir. that, did they give you any kind of medication? Oh man, they loaded me up, and and I I had I was I did ask for the hydrochloroquine and zinc yes. first. I had mm-hmm. enough sense to, to say it, but I was so weak I, I I didn't consider I wasn't consistent. You know, I didn't keep talking about it. Right. When I did mention it to the doctor, they said, "Okay, well let me let me look into that and go to the team because there was like a team of doctors, you know, down in Alabama." So, Mm -hmm. you know, the University of Alabama or UAB, which is a medical school, it's it's connected with with the hospital. So, so, right. So go figure. It's a big, it's it's an academic institution. So it's going to be a lot of. Uh, data collecting, you know. I know I was mm-hmm. one, uh, you know, because they, the, all the medicine they were shooting at me, they, mm-hmm. you know, they were getting it from these drug companies, and it was data. It was, they were collecting data, and I, you right. know, I was picking up. I was just listening and just picking up how they would come in the room, you know, the doctor, and asking me all these questions, how I'm feeling, and I'm like, how do they know what I'm feeling? But they know because they they it's data it's research. Are you right. a little little lightheaded? You know you you know all the they keep they asking me all these things and they were right because that's what they've been collecting data. 
So I was understanding what was going on. Right. Did they ever give you the hydrochloric? Did they ever give you the hydrochloric? No, they didn't give it to me. No, they. they I knew that. Like three or four treatments at the same time because they don't know how to treat it. But based on the data, they just doing everything. They gave me the rendezvous. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. You good that you came out of there, man. I was, I was, I was so weak. I See, so that's weak. why I they ask you all them questions, because remdesivir oh, yeah. is still in a experimental phase. They so they give you that. Now. Half Supposedly, of the people that they give remdesivir die. Well, you know, I say you was lucky what, to come they, out. Yeah, well, they gave me the remdesivir. That was the. They said that was the first level of treatment. They mm-hmm. me up with steroids in my belly, which burns. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Ten, it was either a 10-day or 10, ten, ten shot of uh, steroid. But they say the, the steroid is kind of like they were saying, basically, it just boosts the system. They didn't know how it would affect it. They just trying to. That's what they gave my girl because they say they treat it like asthma. So with asthma, yes. they give you the steroid. And the doctor that came out a couple of weeks ago and pointed out that he uses a particular kind of steroid that's yes. uh, basically treated 100% of his patients. None of them have died. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's uh, oxygen, hypoxia, uh, fluid in the lung. That's why they just attack the lung. Uh, right. Getting it blood, blood thinner. And I uh, yes blood clot and I the, mm-hmm. one of the nurses one of the nurses alluded to being me being African American you know uh, uh, they pose issues with COVID with with blood clots so they get your right. blood thinner so you wouldn't clot so it's right. like it's just it's just the the way it hits the system is that's why I say it's like an activator where it right. just, it'll just Wreak, wreak, wreak havoc. It'll, uh, it'll increase whatever's going on. You know, whatever's already going on in your system. It'll increase the fluid right. in your lungs. So I had a lot of inflammation right. now, in my lungs and in my bloodstream, and it's like it's an I, activator. I, I got one more question for you. Yes. What about other family members or people that you were in, in contact with? Well, that's the funny thing. I know exactly where I got it from. I I believe. Um, okay. My mother and 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 aunts, which are elderly, they live together. They were uh, tested positive. Both of these ladies, well, my mother eighty one, my auntie like right. seventy four, something like that. Asymptomatic, right. symptomatic, both of them. But you know these people, they so afraid. Everybody just want to get tested. So they went right. to get tested. And I went to help my mother get in the bed, and boom, it hit me the very next day. Wow. You know what I mean? Yes. And they still chilling. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> They're okay. And I was down for, it's been it's been a couple of weeks, because I was home for a week before I went, you know, just trying to fight it. And right. I, if I would have been able to hydrate myself, Probably would have done a little better, even though I was in real bad shape when I went. 
But mm-hmm. I stayed home for a week. But after I kept blacking out, that's what I said. I'm not getting any better. I would I would wake up on the floor in the bathroom. I'm like, wow. Meaning you, know you weren't up on the you weren't listening to the program. Man, I'm faithful. I was just 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 being done. Just not he was he was he was he said he was just that back chilling. Okay, okay. So you were just listening, and you just yeah. put it off. You say, well, okay, I'll do that, but I'll do it tomorrow, right, right. and then yeah. tomorrow yeah, never got here. You never got here being arrogant. It's not going to touch me. This thing ain't real, you know, or I know I need, in my mind, saying what I need to do, you know, get my zinc, you know, get, get my, my vitamins, my minerals, you know, right. uh, talking, talking to myself and no action. You know, and uh, but it, to me personally, of course, you know, it's 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 one of those experiences. I won't say you know my whole paradigm shifted, but you know when you do go through something, it can uh, change your perspective on. I know the people. feeling, my brother. Believe me, I know the feeling when, the, when you the, when Deathman reached out at you, and and you didn't accept uh, it reaching out at you. Man, it changes yeah. you. Yeah, and what it, what it allowed me to see, which is I won't say I didn't know, but you, like I said, it's a perspective perspective shift. So just right. how unhealthy not only I am, so many of us are walking around here unhealthy. And we've been That's right. Us, but we're very unhealthy, and we and we don't have control when we when we walking in that realm of of, of unhealthy. You know what I mean? And yes, just, sir. Just are going you, through our day thinking we have time, but we don't have time. Because just like this thing hit me, and I'm, I'm telling you, um, they, I, but I was not. Are me. you doing? Are you doing anything now to boost your immune system? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm on. I'm on the. This is, oh boy, we just we got to do better. Yeah, the, the the product that I did have, you know, my elderberry. You know, I have things in the fridge that you know that that's been in there, you know, that never took, or, or not consistently. But yes, I'm uh, I'm I'm doing some things now that I that I'm man. I yeah. recommend I'm gonna do this. Week. Go ahead, Bear. Okay, go ahead, Doctor. No, go ahead. No, I'm a, I'm just gonna put my four recommendations out there again. This is for everybody. And when you hear me say the virus is fake. What I'm talking about is the brother is correct. The virus is very real, but it specifically attacks people that have the kind of conditions that is necessary for them to attack them. But even with those conditions, you can still strengthen your immune system, right? Yeah. With even those maladies. Okay. And my my fourth thing regiment, and I know people who have relatives who died from coronavirus, and they've yeah. been in the house with them, and they come up uh, negative, okay? Uh-huh. I'm going to name these four things. Liquid vitamin C. Okay. That's being used in trials by itself, and that's proven effective. Okay. Uh, magnesium. Okay. For your breathing, okay? For your respiratory system. That protects mm-hmm. your respiratory system and removes the need for azithromycin, azithromycin. Azithromycin. I can't even say the name. Anyway, one of the regiments that goes along with uh, hydroxychloroquine. The third thing is uh, potassium iodine. Okay. Okay. 
And the fourth and most important thing is zinc. Yeah. 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 Before I did the forum yesterday, and at least two or three times a week, I take one half a tablet. Each tablet is 30 milligrams of zinc. Okay, because most of the people in this country and around the world are zinc deficient. Yeah. All right. I took a half a tablet, and I take a half a tablet at least two or three times a week, even in the summertime, because I'm building up my resistance against anything attacking my cells. Yes. That is a must. Okay. So I can only recommend those four things because I know people who have taken those four things and been around people who got infected and died and they tested negative, even though the test ain't really reliable. That's true. That's true. Okay. Yeah. So those are yeah, the four I, I, things, even, even though you recovered somewhat, I suggest you uh, start taking those things, regiment yourself to take those four things and they cost under $50, $50 total. I actually, I actually have all of them except for uh, the vitamin C, but and I will be getting some soon. Yeah, tomorrow. No, I, I think that's. I think that is what you said is the proper perspective. I think instead of, um, and I'm not talking about you or anyone. No, I, I got you. But instead of instead of denying the reality of it, it the focus should be to combat us, to, to, to build up ourselves so we can defeat it. That's right. Because it is, it is biological warfare. And no question. Yeah. It's not, it's not going to help. You, you know what I mean? It's biological that's right. warfare. Yeah. And as far as the mask and gloves and all those, you know, I really can't, I don't know. You know, I, I think that, well, personally, I think that in terms of the government, <clears throat> I think the, the reason why, the one of the main reasons why they panicking and shutting everything down is because there's no there's no uh, there's no profit in dead bodies right now. I, I think if if there was a profit in people dying, I, I think they would they would allow they would allow it they would allow more deaths. You know, so yeah. I, uh, you know, but I think there's no profit right now, and it, it's overloading the the medical system as far as the, the hospitals. You know, it's not a profit for them right now. I think so. I think that's initially one of the reasons why they just want to slow it down, try to contain it. You know, right. and I'm assuming my thing, my thing is why they won't give the hydrochloroquine. Why? Why they they do everything else, but they don't want to give that. Uh, well, I think I think the medical establishment. I think there's a conflict with the medical establishment and the politics. I think the medical I agree. for the most part, for the most part, I think they really they they really want to understand it and defeat it for the most part. Because you you know for the most part, but I think it's we got it's so much politics wrapped into it that they they're controlling the medical establishment. You yeah, know? well and they because you see the no, it's the medical you see more doctors coming out. You know, just talking about the conflicts that they have with it, but then you have the politics, which is controlling the medical establishment. So you know, things like remdesivir, it's a drug. These are drug companies, which, uh, yeah, they experiment with the drugs, but 
that's what they they it's it's still money at the end of the day. You know, but and they're using the this stuff on people, and they know clearly. And they tell the us themselves of, that rendisivir is less than fifty percent effective. Fifty percent. They're giving it to you anyway. Fifty percent can yield a big profit, though. Of course, because it's big bucks in remdesivir. It's made by Gilead. That's why I know so much about it, because we focused on Gilead. Exactly, exactly. So that 50% in terms of profit, that's a lot of money. Big bucks. It's big bucks. People dying because of money. Some, yeah, some that's what yeah. the black you know, nurse, that's what the black doctor said. The yeah, black doctor said, that. yeah, she treated over 300 people with hydroxychloroquine, and every single one of them recovered. Nobody died. Yeah, who, 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 who's controlling hydroxychloroquine? Who's making money off of that? You see what I mean? Ain't no money yeah, to be made off of it, right. as you stated. Go ahead, Ben. Right. Yeah, that, I say because yeah, that's it, cheap. And here at Henry Ford Hospital, that's what they uh, use in the hydrochloroquine, and ain't nobody correct. died from it. Yeah, that's right. They could have gave you and that I, right off the bat and wouldn't have to give you all that other stuff they was giving you. There's a lot of experimentation, too. There's a lot of, see, because I think the institution makes a difference also. And because I was yeah. at a facility, I was at a facility that that is connected to a medical school. <laughs> you know, I'm looking oh, you at one, the of my, one of the doctors. One of the doctors in ICU. I saw this guy, Doctor Kush, this Indian guy. He was from Indonesia, young guy, and mm-hmm. and I, and I could see you. You know, I'm looking at these people. I'm listening. You know, I'm still using my intelligence to see the level, but. The ang- there was an angle of experimentation. Yes. Yeah. 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 It, yeah. When you say here, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, and I'm I'm thinking how I'm looking at these guys who look like they're in their early twenties. I'm like, man, where are these young doctors come from? Then I I thought about it when they said U- the the UAB uh, team. These are all young doctors. These most of these people are in. Still in medical school. In school. Mm-hmm. Doing a residency. Yeah. yeah. That so, is correct. It's just like the VA. Yeah. So when they said it was something that they said at one point, because I, I went in ICU after a couple of days. I was there for a couple of days when I went in ICU because my numbers, right. my saturation numbers were low, and they started to panic. And <clears throat> they said, well, we're going to have to put you on this, this machine. I'm like, uh, no, I'm, I don't want that machine. And say, well, this this would be better than having to put something down your throat. So I'm I'm thinking, but the way they were saying it, it's just it was it was just routine. You know what I mean? It's right. Yeah, just you know, it's just what just I don't have I don't have the words for. It. But I'm just well. Let me tell you something, my brother. Let me tell you what yeah. you have done tonight for the second time in the last two weeks. You have your conversation. They listen to your conversation so <laughs> yeah, much so they that they've given us home. extra time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well it, it's a, it was a, it was a bit, it was an interesting experience, and, and I, I that was my first time being hospitalized. You know, I'm 45. I ain't no spring chicken, but 
But that was my man, you still a baby, man. <laughs> yeah. Wow, if you was in your sixties, you wouldn't have made it through that. Well, that's, that's why, right. That's why that's what they were so amazed that I recovered so quickly, and they assumed that it was because of my age. They said maybe mm-hmm. because of your age, mm-hmm. because a lot of people mm-hmm. in the nurse was saying a lot of people hadn't been making it. You know, one of my nurses was telling no. me, and. <clears throat> And they didn't uh, put that ventilator down your throat, man. That's the other thing. You know, I told them, I told them I don't want to be resuscitated. I said, no, don't, 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 don't resuscitate because you're not going to put nothing down my throat. Right. That, that feeling of being stifled when they put that, that BiPAP over my, over your face, you know what I mean? Right. It's so psychological. That's why I think a lot of people, if they come who do have died, I think they probably panic. Their anxiety. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it, it does it does get psychological. Like I said, that was my first time being um, <clears throat> hospitalized. But it's interesting that the realm of emotions that you go through, you know. And I remember just I remember that I was never drugged like any kind of sedative or anything. But I, right. I remember having like thoughts like, okay, you know, I'm I'm about, I'm gonna break up out of here. It's like a that that in your mind you talking to yourself. Yeah, I'm gonna bring right. them out of here. You know, um, you know they can't stop me. You know, I'm feeling strong, and then, and then it's a, then you, then this vulnerable, the vulnerable vulnerability, <laughs> like come over you. You know, you you have to you talk to yourself. Yeah, I'm breaking up out of here. I'm getting out. Then next thing you know, you can I have some ice water? It's like you right. have, <laughs> It's so psychological. You, you know, I'm like I'm naked. You know, and I need some water. You're so so vulnerable. You know what I mean? And this this range of emotions that you go through. You know, I'm still thinking about it now. You know, it's, and you it's, couldn't it's, even it's see your family, could you? And you couldn't, couldn't see your see family, nobody. could you? See that? That's no, psychological, right there. It is. It's it's way more psychological than that you would imagine if you didn't go through it. You know what I mean? And yeah, you just. And you just there's a vulnerability. Like, hold on, I'm naked. You know, I'm vulnerable, and and you need to ask for ice water. You know what I mean? You can't go to the bathroom all by yourself. There's a lot going on. But I will say, yeah, you you cover you you've been covering everything. You know, on the show. <clears throat> um, yeah, that the hydrogen peroxide. That's what the, the hydrogen peroxide. Was that what oh, it yeah, was? we had someone that was talking about that, too. Remember the Dr. X, you still yeah. here? Dr. X, did we, did we lose him? They might have. Uh, oh, okay. he, he's still here, but he, we might have lost him. Oh. And also that that Canadian dry with the with the quinine in it, that's good, too. I, I drank that. Okay. Yeah, well, y'all, oh, y'all, y'all been covering everything on the show. I just just a lack of action, yeah. inaction. Yeah, and, so well, um, you got to get action now. You got to build that army oh, up I'm, inside of you. Oh, I'm a believer now. I'm I'm, I'm a believer. You know, um, believer in, in in what needs to be done. You know, just taking action mm-hmm. and, and and not just you know just being. Unproductive, you know, just allowing, just letting life go by without, without actually, you know, taking control and doing what we can. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know. Well, we appreciate you giving us the insight, you know, your experience. That really helped. We really appreciate that. Um, We're really happy that you survived. You took that poison yeah. and gave you, but you survived it. And that's a good thing. Yeah, that's that's what I'm working on now, detoxing, getting that stuff out of my system. Yeah. Because they, yeah. they, they did the, the plasma, mm-hmm. you know, um, the plasma, and like I said, all this blood thinner and, and uh, steroids. So, wow. <clears throat> Inhaler, and hitting an inhaler like every four hours, like two different inhalers. Mm-hmm. You know, so I know my, I know I need to detox and get that, you know, those chemicals mm-hmm. out of me. But uh, yeah, detox and build your body up, build your immune system. Yeah. Well, we but appreciate you. We appreciate that you're still here too. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I appreciate you guys, so I still listen. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll be back tomorrow, so come back and join us tomorrow. Uh, definitely. I most definitely will. Okay. All right. Better love. Peace. Better love. Peace. Okay. Peace, everybody. Um, we'll talk to you tomorrow night. Peace and love. Better love. Mayotte Hotel.